What up, y'all? This is the Views from the Seven Podcast. How y'all doing out there? Whoever you are. Wherever you are. Hey, man, we thank you all for listening. How y'all feeling? Sing it then, Bobby Bruno. <laughs> it's that music where you catch your, your mommy and your daddy in the corner. Daddy getting his finger on. Yeah. What? <laughs> oh, well, you y'all hella old and shit. I'm young and shit. You know, this is my pop. This is my mom and pop's what music. What kind of home you come from, nigga? Freaky old. Yeah. Man, we ain't got to lock up. We judging my parents, nigga. <laughs> we ain't got to lock up, but we, Junior ain't coming in here. <laughs> Hey man, peace of Bobby Brown. Got that movie coming out, Donnie. I can't even sing this without doing the cocaine jaw. <laughs> Give me your love. It's hot as fuck outside, but I'm feeling good. Man, hey, feel good. Feeling good today, man. Shit at karaoke. On that shit. I'm gonna do one. I'm gonna do this shit at karaoke one night. Man, how y'all doing out there? Was that karaoke uh, that Taco Tuesday shit one time? You seen they had uh, Nico there? Who the hell's Nico? The nigga that was uh, having sex with me in the shower with no shower curtain. I definitely ain't going to pull up on that nigga. <laughs> he said he performing next week. Performing what? Hey, <laughs> it's new single. Fuck out of here. That'll make me stay home. I might have been interested. It's like Nico going. I ain't gonna be there. It was Nico. With the shower rod, right? Yeah. That's all he doing for though. Yeah. I love hip hop yeah. in that. Should've put this motherfucking mic in front of me. I told you. He what? told you that. I know you're about to say that. Whatever, nigga. Keep going. <laughs> What's up, fellas? Well, everybody, uh, peace to y'all out there. This is your guy, Spence. I got I'm joined by my homies Ivan. AKA Positive Pete. Skinny. What's going on? What up, fellas? What do you mean the juice guy? You ain't the juice guy no more? I'm still the juice guy. Hell no. Nah. Don't do that. Don't do that. I'm I, say, I seen guy. the juice this time. Hey, man. Juice is real, baby. <laughs> he, ab- he abandoned Jama Juice. <laughs> Start eating somebody's salty chicken. <laughs> Pause. Pause on the chicken. I don't, don't want to talk about chicken no more. That is cool, man. You know what I mean? Not everybody can uh, handle criticism. You know what I'm saying? Definitely can't. But uh, y'all got to be careful, you know, buying food out of people's kitchen. Half the stove work. <laughs> and then be complaining because that shit nasty. Man. I'm not going to get into the chicken saga. We're going to let that, that go. Alone. Yeah, we're going to leave that alone. But what's up, Juicy Fruit? Who, nigga? That's you. Your mouth was hella moist a minute ago. That is... Hold on, hold on. Fuck Moist mouth ass nigga. <laughs> Fuck y'all, man. Shh, y'all ain't got nothing for me, man. What's going uh, on? Oh, it's on. I even speaking. Come on, Juice. Again. What happened, nigga? Man, I had it. Hey, last, Juice. The last week has been some bullshit. Some complete bullshit, and I ain't gonna say no names, but just a lot of bullshit. Just a lot of standing the nigga up, not answering the phone. The edible arrangement. <laughs> yeah. Oh wait. Uh, uh, Wait, 
Whoa. Hey, I see some pictures she put up. Hey, thumbs up. I don't know if I'm supposed to do that because I don't know what, you know, but. Wait, she's supposed to be flying out here. She drove out here. <laughs> she drove. Drove. She drove 500 miles to stand you up. Drove right past me. <laughs> I got stood up. I got drove right up. past me on the 15. But when you love someone, <laughs> <laughs> you just. A, hey, damn! You were so excited last week, man. I thought I was gonna be. I thought I was gonna be Maxwell. I'm gonna be locked up, locked up in the room till the cops come knocking. Fuck me up. I see, I see you get on there and say, uh, uh oh. So you, so, you are, you say? so you are alive, huh? I yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, you are alive, huh? Okay. <laughs> I don't mean to hurt you, baby. It's not, Damn, it's bro. Just, it's just been just, just bullshit. It's I'm apologizing for it. Bullshit. Everybody, everybody in my circle, not in my circle, it's everybody I deal with has been on some bullshit. Shit, all y'all. It ain't her. We ain't do nothing. All y'all. Not y'all. You niggas cool. I ain't interact with y'all this weekend. Everybody I everybody <laughs> I, I text with y'all this weekend. Everybody <laughs> I text or I talk to was on some bullshit this weekend. Like I really was on some yesterday I was mad. I was mad yesterday. Like I really was on some I'm finna like if it wasn't for this podcast, like no no bullshit. If it wasn't for this podcast, I'd get off Facebook for like a month. Like I, I stay on Facebook because I'm this is how I engage people uh, about the podcast. They got my boy sad. Man, yeah, fuck y'all. I was yeah, mad, was nigga. Not, not just that. Just, every, just everything, though. Y'all can see his not, just, right not just the chicken. Not just the disappointment. Just everything. I just be like, man, I be want to take a break from social media so bad. But I'm he like, just I wasn't can't. that week. He just wasn't your week. Hey, that's what happens. And that shit was just making me mad, nigga. I just want to just disconnect from this motherfucker, yeah. man. I done went to the library and got me some books and shit. When you want to get into a relationship and it don't work, I want to deactivate, too. No. Hey, man. Dante's an asshole. That's the, hey, that's the first go-to. I'm taking a break. I'm taking a break. Oh, I'm, working on, I'm working on my life, Nick. <laughs> it's just me and my kids. I'm, I'm I just got to worry about kids. me and my you kids. You got right. I'm going to give me a haircut and everything. Fuck y'all. Oh, I'm sorry. I, man, yeah, that's so bullshit. sad. Mm-hmm. It's bullshit, man. Man, send the homie some flowers. <laughs> no, but you know what? You know what, though? I'm, I'm going to put this podcast to use. I'm going to use this podcast. I'm going to find me a date to do this podcast. <laughs> No bullshit. I'm going to make this podcast work for me. I'm out here. I come to this podcast every week for y'all entertainment. My life, y'all entertainment. I'm going to make this motherfucking podcast work for me. Because I've been nice. I've been patient. Get the news. They see the news. Yeah. I'm I'm accepting news again. Goddamn right. Like, I've been nice. I've been patient. I've been doing all the right shit. I've been trying to, you know what I'm saying, do the right shit. Shit ain't working. I'm going to go back to the old. No, I ain't going to be back to the old me. But. Go ahead and rent, man. Yeah, man. Hit hit my inbox. Preach, if y'all got brother. a homegirl that got Let big titties, tell her to rant. hit me up. If y'all know somebody that's nice, hit me up. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm finna start you. This is about to be my. We about to we about to go on a journey together. Me and the views from the seven listeners. We about to go on a journey together. And I'm finna use this podcast <laughs> to find me some work. Not work. I don't want to say that. I'm finna find me a girlfriend. Uh, Whoever you is, I know you listening, baby. Listen. Picture Gerald. Picture Gerald Levert. With a uh, with a glade candle in his hand. Is you gonna wear that summertime fun shirt? I'm be uh, listen. I'm about to get him the diet. <laughs> Lucky in his hands. Hey, man, you hey, know you know it's serious when he hit his hand. Y'all see how I'm pointing his finger? But goddamn, I mean, I'm about to get on this diet. 
I'm about to be fine. I'm like, I'm gonna start ignoring you, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm about to be fine. Give me a girlfriend. I'm gonna be on Facebook cheesy. Hey like, man, you was looking be... good in the picture. No, I mean, you know. Whoa. <laughs> you. Whoa. I, I ain't even gonna pause it because it's a compliment. Like you was looking. I appreciate it. You slimming down a little bit, hey, man, man. In the I'm picture trying. I see, man, you looking I'm good, trying. man. I've been, I've been, you like, I've been depressed the last couple of days. I've been eating hella comfort food. <laughs> I've been in jack in the box a bunch of times. Like, you fuck, you fuck me up. You know who you, you know who I'm talking about. I hope you listen to this shit. Like, oh, uh, I didn't mean to do that. No, you did that shit though. You, nigga, send, you. Send the homie. A, the, he need the heart box. Chocolate. Yeah, man. I'm about to find me a girlfriend because people be out here bullshitting. A $50 they, edible range, man. They, they, waste, they wasting my time. Shit. I'm trying to be a good man. I'm a good nigga, man. I'm a good person. <laughs> listen. No, I'm about to tell y'all. <laughs> hey, don't listen to this bullshit they got going on there. Okay, they have some bullshit. They some assholes. Listen, I'm a good man. <laughs> I'm gainfully employed. Fucking, I got a car. <laughs> what else is my positive qualities? No, listen. No, I'm funny. Listen. I'm funny. You gon' you gonna laugh because I'm funny. I, I'm 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 a local celebrity because I'm a, got a podcast. I'm gonna be international soon. We working on that. Like nigga, this is like it's like listen. I'm a motherfucking catch out here. You know what I'm saying? Everybody don't see it. It's cool. Everybody don't see the vision, but I'm coming. So whoever you <laughs> is, stop bullshitting with yourself and say you know what. Get your life right. Get your life right. Get your life right. And you 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 know who I'm talking to. You. You still got time, you know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna take you off the, you know what I mean? I ain't gonna take you off the list. You still got time, but listen, all right. Hey now, say now. Hey now, say now. <laughs> Better know. Keep venting. No, I'm, I'm good. I'm, you know, got my little rant on. You know what I'm saying? Look at these niggas. Look how these niggas wanna do me. <laughs> Look how these niggas wanna do me. They ain't shit. They ain't shit. <laughs> listen, whatever, nigga. I don't care. <laughs> Listen, no, no more. Y'all want to inbox me? Cause I know some of these people in my my in my, my email is Devon seven zero two D A V O N seven zero two at yahoo.com. Ladies, y'all can email me y'all y'all uh, portfolio. Y'all can email me y'all profile. Y'all can send pictures and shit and just give me like a little synapses of what you all about. You know what I'm saying? Cause I know you know what I mean synapses. This yeah, nigga be having you, a word. Yeah, you know synapses. we got you know we got our special guests. We got our special guests on the podcast this week, and they from LA, so they might not be familiar with who I am. No, one is from Florida, and Florida. I like Florida women. I, you know what I mean? I can go South Beach and give me some work. Just in, like email me, me or whatever, and you know we gonna just cause you. We gonna get back to you. These <laughs> niggas put this music on. We gonna focus on you. Then you put that picture up. Like, I understand this is your baby father or whatever, right? I understand this is your baby father or whatever. And this is your birthday. You supposed to spend your birthday with me. Is dead ass serious. You supposed to spend your birthday with me. Fuck, you gonna come in town and spend your birthday. Got me hitting on the mics and shit. You came in town and you spent your time with your baby father. That's over, nigga. You're still like 30. That's over. It's my time now. But you gave him all your time and shit. That's fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Got a, nigga, got a nigga sending flowers and shit across state lines and shit. Black nigga can't get no time. That's fucked up. I, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm pouring out my heart right now on this motherfucking mic. And you know who you is. You know what I'm saying? I ain't using no context clues. If you hear this shit, you gonna know exactly who the fuck it is. You know what I'm saying? But it's all good though. You know what I'm saying? Keep the flowers and shit. You know what I'm saying? You say, oh, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna see you. I'm, you can come out here and see me. Alright, we gonna see. You know what I'm saying? We gonna see. It's whatever though. You know what I'm saying? I hope I do, but 
ain't waking up, I ain't holding my breath. You know what I'm saying? If it happened, it happened. It don't, it don't. You know what I'm saying? But you hurt a nigga feelings and shit. I got, I'm, I'm a human being with feelings and shit. And you hurt my shit. You know what I'm saying? You know exactly. You know, you know these niggas over here laughing, but you know, you know this is everything I'm saying is real on this mic. Everything I'm saying on this mic is real. And you hurt my heart. I'm a, I got a good heart. But I'm not gonna let you hurt me. I'm not gonna let you transform me into a not a good person no more. Cause I'm a good person. <laughs> I know I got a female in my inbox that's gonna get a homie some head. Please. Come on, please do that. In the meantime, while we waiting on her to get her life together, please send that over. You know what I mean? Right? It's immediately. Hey, I thought he was playing that first. <laughs> Hell no, I ain't playing. I'm serious. Like this is because this is the second time you came to town. He was like, I'm gonna see you. And we're going to spend time together. And then you nigga get here and don't answer the phone and shit. What kind of shit is that? That shit ain't right. That shit ain't right. You know what I'm well, somebody had a fucked up weekend. What, what Sharif say? That ain't right, okay? It ain't right. Y'all oh try to leave this homie Kane cousin out in the streets. It ain't right, all right? Oh, my God. I'm staying. I'm staying. So, you know what I'm saying? That's, you know, that's, how, my week. that's how my weekend went. Like, I, what y'all doing this weekend? Are you done? I mean, I can keep going and shit. <laughs> it ain't a problem. Keep going. Cut it, cut it, cut it. Act like oh. I won't keep going. Shit, she earned it. She earned every one of these syllables. <laughs> you earned every one of these syllables, girl. We just need this. We just need this. We were officially, we officially lost a listener. <laughs> no, we didn't. We gained some listeners. They're gonna be like, oh, he pouring out his heart. Yeah, you got them right. Cause my feelings is hurt. Shit. Oh my god. You know, liking all your pictures on Facebook. That wasn't for play. That wasn't for fun. That was real. Nigga liking all your pictures and shit. Alright, cut, cut, cut. Oh shit. Oh my god. Skinny, what up, man? Yeah, what up with you, Skinny? Oh my god. Oh shit. I'm wiping my tears. <laughs> my fucking stomach hurt. Oh my god. I'm so sorry, I. I'm so sorry. <laughs> No, it's all good. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. Damn. He was all excited oh on Saturday. Nigga, I was excited as a motherfucker, wasn't I? Am I going to hear it in the, in the other in the? Uh, he was interview? excited about it then. Oh, yeah, I, I talked about it then. I can't wait to hear Damn. it. Damn. Well, I had my family reunion this weekend in the Bay Area. It was cool. You know, got with the my Arkansas family and my all that. So, shout out to them. I did that. Uh... Shout out to a loyal listener, uh, Candace Johnson. I don't know if you want me to put this out there, but I am. She just found out she had uh, cancer yesterday. She don't know the stage. So, shout out to you one Damn, time. Damn, man. Peace to you. I'm yeah. so sorry. Fuck. Yeah, shout out to you. Uh, fuck cancer. Fuck cancer. Damn. Yeah. So, shout out to that. Uh, hope you, you know, fight that. And, yeah, I had my weekend, man. I, my daughter was uh, being an asshole to the whole family. I know my daughter mean as hell, so every time they come speak, she's like, Who is you? Who is you? Who is you? <laughs> she the type of kid that go tell the parent, fuck your fork. <laughs> hell no. Y'all go to Alcatraz? We we did the um I did the boat ride. Uh it don't take you all the way to Alcatraz, so I ain't do the tour. I don't know if they still got the tour. Oh, they do still have the tour going because one of the tour guys yeah. had on the uh, boat, uh the tra- the train with us, what the fuck the bark. Yeah. So uh, we rode the bar. My daughter, big thing, she wanted to get on the bus. I mean, the train. 
So we did the BART to the uh, from Richmond to San Francisco. Uh, I took her on a boat ride, so she got to see Alcatraz. She got to see the sea lines. She got to see the uh, World War Two submarine, mm. World War Two uh, ship. So she liked it. She thought it was dope. She Your was daughter. Tra- yeah. She was like, man, fuck this shit. She she thought it was dope. She was, only thing she was mad at the dude that told her before we bought the tickets. He was like, they gonna let you drive the boat. So she was like, Dad, ask him what's going on with me driving the boat. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's going on? Well, I ain't got the wheel yet. Y'all go to Fruitvale Station on the, on the train? Uh, I didn't do Fruitvale Station. That's in Oakland, right? Yeah. I ain't, I ain't do that. We only did a... Uh, we still stop at a... Uh, Mr. Fab got a uh, clothing store or something called Dope. Dope something. We what stopped it, there. Never heard like? of it. What it look like? His clothes is kind of dope. Uh... I want to say expensive, but I guess not expensive if you a celebrity. Like forty dollars shirts, I'm not really feeling the forty dollars nah, shirt thing. That's what they made American Eagle for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wasn't feeling the forty dollars shirt, especially. Did y'all like go in Oakland? Was y'all like in Oakland? We went, we went to Oakland, but we didn't really. I didn't really get around Oakland because my family is in um is in Richmond, and then my my cousin stayed. He's saying like Crockett, I think it is. He's saying like the mountains right by uh the Bay Bridge. Like you can see the Bay Bridge. Yeah. So he stayed right there. So we wasn't in Oakland, in Oakland. Last time they were staying in Vallejo. But Richmond Richmond bad too, ain't it? Richmond is horrible. My uh my cousin's best friend got killed mm, a month ago. A month or two ago. Like right in front of her mom's doorstep. So when you go there, the memorial thing with all his pictures and all that is right in front of our house, like right there. Jeez. So uh, that's I'm supposed, terrible. To, supposed to go back out there and um, we go. My cousin do an event called Put the Guns Down every year. Oh, okay. Last year, my little cousin um, from my record label had performed. So we're going back out there in October for him to do his thing again. Oh, okay. So it's <clears throat> so cool. So you guys? And that was my weekend, man. My weekend consists of driving. Shit. Oh, Nobody break, break your heart, huh? It was trash. No, I ain't get no... That's cool. <laughs> I ain't get no heartbreak. Fuck your I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna say I got stood up. Like, I got a homegirl out there in the Bay and shit. Uh, so, prior to coming, I was like, well, I'm gonna be out there. You know what I'm saying? Because she always said, like, I want to get to see your daughter one time in, in, real, in person. I'm like, so I'm gonna be out there. So, she was like, oh, I'm going to L.A. Then I get there, and I'm, like, there for, like, two days. And she hit me, like, are you here? I'm, like, thought you was in L.A. So, I guess I got stood up. It wasn't uh, as bad as yours. Nah, yeah, you're right. I'm just glad there was some, some pain in there for you, too. Dante? <laughs> hey, man, I'm I'm trying to put the words t- together to just, you know, tell you how sorry I am. Hey, man, don't worry about it. You ain't do it. But, um, hey, man, I'm feeling fucking good, man. <clears throat> got some shit in my throat. Um. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I'm feeling good, man. You know, long day at the plantation, but I come home. You know, kids, man, I love you, dad. I love you, dad. And you know, my son, That's real fucking sweet. I seen your son, my son, uh, <laughs> my my baby. Oh, okay, you know what I mean. He crazy about me and shit, and they want me to leave. Then before I start, um, before I walked out the door. He got a boat. He got him on them feet. Took Started his first taking step. Couple steps. Yeah, I'll, and he when, kept doing it. So man, I'm sitting. I'm sitting in front of the door for about twenty minutes. 
And we just watching it shit. Man. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm really a dad. That's love. To hear you might, your dad might be 60 by the time you hear this, but I want to let you know, we were sitting outside in the hot-ass sun for 30 minutes. I'm so sorry. Waiting on that nigga to get here so we can get inside the studio. He talking about, oh, my baby was taking his first steps. Well, we could have experienced that shit, too. Right, we definitely could have came through. Like, hey, what's going on with you? Hey, man, I know y'all hearing a lot of bumping and shit, man. This mic is, uh... This uh, nigga won't stop touching this damn mic. I know, man. It's, it's fucking with me and shit. This is why we told him to set this shit up, you folk. Um, but you clear, though. Don't worry about it. Yeah, but, uh, man, other than that, man, shout out to everybody that was showing me love over the weekend. You know what I mean? It was a tough little weekend for me. You know, second anniversary of my, my son passing. Uh man, shout out to you, Ivan, man, and, and the little cousins and in the cousins yeah. clubhouse, man. Shout out to everybody, man. What y'all did, man. I was love, cause uh, yeah, man. I was trying to sleep the day away. As soon as I woke up, that was the first thing I seen, man. So, you know, I'm on the toilet taking a little dump and shit. I'm crying and shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you crying cause your feelings hurt or you crying cause? No, nah, man. I was, you know, I was like, you know, I was feeling good and shit. I I ain't see that coming. You know, I'm not the type of I'm not the type of dude, man. Like I don't speak. Of myself like right. that, I ain't you know I don't be going fishing for no compliments. I don't need nobody tell me how they feel about me. I don't care. I ain't never cared about none of that. But that shit was cool, man. That shit was cool. That's a good thing. That shit was cool. So you, um, had, you had a good weekend. Yeah, weekend was cool. Sean was on Twitter, wasn't he? Yeah, man. My son, man, getting ready to put some work in. You know what I'm saying on his basketball shit. You know, he had a little Twitter site. That was dope. Um, I only seen like two kids. From, I only seen two kids personally from Vegas. I did too. Two only saw two. Only seen two. I think your son and I seen. There was another one posted today. You a light skinned boy? The light skinned boy? Yeah, I seen. No, nah, but they posted another one of my son today. I see that. Oh, did they? Yeah. Um. Other than that, shit, I caught a movie called uh, Three Billboards uh, Outside Ebbing, Missouri. Ebbing, Missouri. <laughs> you watched that? You, you, see, oh, you I know. Seen it? I know a movie you're talking about. I ain't watch it. Yeah, man, that shit, it was, it's like a real dark comedy. Um, probably it can offend you a little bit because, you know, they hella racist and shit. But, um, yeah, it's about, you know, um, a mother, her uh, her daughter was, was uh, raped while she was dying. Damn. So, her daughter was raped as she was dying? As she was dying, yeah. So the, the sheriff couldn't, uh, wouldn't give her no answers. So... She, she wrote, she how wrote she some. Dying? She got killed or something? Yeah, she was like, you know, raped, kidnapped, raped, all that type of shit. Wow. So, um, the first three billboards going into the city was a message to the sheriff. Yeah. Uh, saying, um, Dear Sheriff, I forgot the name, so and so, uh, my daughter was uh, raped while dying. Why no answers? Why no convictions? Damn. On the first three billboards. Um, it's starring uh, what's his name in it? Woody Harrelson from uh. So this a newer movie? Yeah. Yeah, hang on. Woody Harrelson um from I'm not uh, this nigga White Man Can't movies. Jump. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, I done said a new movie like every time we came on this motherfucker. A new documentary, a new movie. Nah, I'll be on my movie, and if y'all not on fucking Snowfall, Snowfall is dope. Y'all are fucking missing out. I haven't watched it. Y'all are missing out. I haven't watched it. You they had like it. a slow period in in the in the first season. They had a slow period for like three episodes. They first I started, and then it, then it picked back up, and it, now it's now it's. I ain't watched going. a bad episode yet. Now I'm not saying it was a bad hour episode. Goes, yeah. I'm not saying it was a bad. They, I'm not saying they had bad episodes. They just had that slow, slow moment. Uh, I don't know what's going on with Power Man. I still ain't watched it. 
I fucks with it. Still fucks with it heavy. Still? Absolutely. Yeah. I don't know. I can't do it. Really back with Angela too? Sweet. Mm. Uh, hey, man, for our listeners out there, man, you know how much we love y'all, man. But if you're listening to this, please go on iTunes, man. Give us some review love. We'll do whatever we got to do to get a love back. But, um, whoa, see, whoa, see, see that y'all look. I got my own problems right now, nigga. <laughs> I got my own well, issues. I'm trying to work. work, yeah. I got my I'm own shit. I'm trying to work through. I'm so sorry, yeah. <laughs> These shit. apologies are fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> my fault, y'all. I, I know, I know I'm leaving my character, but this nigga. Spence was just I'm so sorry It's killing me <laughs> Shit got me mad I'm so sorry but, but why, like, why, why drive 10 hours To stand me up though You see what I'm saying like, You drove 10 hours To ignore a nigga You could've did that shit Where you was at See what I'm saying just... I think she has I think she already Has some dick Oh on my god She probably did She probably did And then put like Hearts on the shit I was fucking My baby daddy Don't Don't say that I mean, I mean, shit, it might happen. You know what I mean? Whatever, though. I'm so sorry. Um, the homie couldn't even get a hug. Nothing. Like, oh, I'm trying. I gotta, I gotta leave. I don't want you to see me like this. Like, nigga, like what? <laughs> Put that wig on and stop playing and come over here. Oh, I gotta go. Like, oh, and then be like, oh, I didn't leave for like an hour and a half after that. Like, what? Come on, man. And you gotta drive. You driving down the fifteen. I'm right by the fifteen. You could have jumped, jumped off and got you some a four piece. And then you know what I'm saying? Just on anything. Like you know what I mean? You was out of line for that. You out of line. Uh, um. All right. Well. Uh, y'all ready to get into this relationship joint? Fuck yeah! Let's Everybody's favorite segment of the motherfucking show. I got hell trash relationship segment. Let's go. Um. Shout out to Ivan, man. I kind of knew this was coming. I'm so sorry. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I felt it coming. I don't know why. Because I didn't hear you talk about it. I didn't hear you talk about it all weekend. And you were so excited about it. And today's Wednesday. And we didn't hear shit about it. In a group chat and nothing. So, um, the question is. Uh, Fuck love. <laughs> how do you trust. How do you find trust in another relationship after exiting a bad one? <laughs> I'll let y'all go first. <laughs> that about a bitch. Come on, Ivan. Vinci, go ahead. Uh, make me laugh. Mm-hmm. So obviously, I'm exiting a relationship where I didn't have no trust, right? Where the trust was just bad. They like you, my trust. How do you find trust? How do you find trust in again in again in another relationship after leaving a? "Quote unquote toxic one." I I leave everything where it's at. Like I'm a firm believer in, you know, like when they tell you when you had a job, like leave work at work. That shit over. I'm going into this brand new person. Mm-hmm. That's kind of me with that shit. So I don't really. Plus, I don't really give a fuck about trust. Like so you ain't never been hurt, never been fucked over. No, he said he's scared. No. Did this nigga go? I've never had a bad relationship that I know. I've never. That had don't a mean you ain't never been fucked over. But the only time, let me see. See? I had, I got this apartment. I was fresh out of high school and shit, and I remember my ex-dad being like, you know, you got to put a roof over my daughter's head. So I was like, you know what, we're going to get this apartment. 
And then it was like right before she turned, soon as she turned 21, she was like, I'm out of here. I got to live my life because she was older than me. Like, I got to know what it's like to be 21 in club and shit like that. Yeah. But I, I don't know if I was hurt. For what? What you do? She just was like, she was just grown. She was like, I just want to. She want to party and have fun. She didn't want to be in a relationship. Yeah, she wanted she wanted to enjoy her being twenty one. She wanted no, to party, have fun, no, and she's in that whole frame. You know this RoboCop ass nigga was finna give us some <laughs> land ass answers. No, yeah. So she she was in her she was, I, I guess she was in her whole phase. I don't know what she was in. You feel me? I guess so though. She was in her whole phase. Of, How, she you was what eighteen, nineteen? No, nah, we was. I was only like I'm only like six months older, younger than her. So I was I was like twenty. She was twenty one. And she was All just right, like, so, so you couldn't go to the club, so she had to leave you at home. And then I don't do shit, I don't drink, I don't, so she was just like, you born type shit, like you're a born nigga. Right. So she moved on, she did her shit, she came back, but she did her shit. You feel me? And I, I but can't come back the same. I man. think I was mad at the, I gotta pay these bills alone. At 20 years old, and I'm working like a bullshit job at the cannery, making like 11 dollars. Yeah. These bills, my insurance, and all that shit. But I don't know. I don't know if I was like, I don't know if my trust left. Like it was like, it is what it is. Ivan, uh, I only been in one relationship, so I don't know. I haven't, I haven't been in another relationship to, to actually have an opinion. About How do you find trust after getting fucked over? Both of you niggas is like. I don't know. I haven't. I've only been I've with never, one person. If you've never been fucked over, I can't tell you. Okay, so okay, so speaking from an experience from someone else, you see, you watch someone else get fucked over. How do they find trust after getting fucked up? Shit, but everybody deals with trauma differently. So I don't, I don't know how to deal with the trust issue going forward because I haven't gotten to that situation to form an opinion. I've only been dealing with this mistrust. It's on what my trust issues is. Like if I don't give, if if I'm not giving a fuck about you cheating or fucking with other people, my trust issues is, did you get that nigga some head? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go back. Ivan. Okay, Ivan. Okay, I'm going to ask you this then because I see, I, I be seeing you on social media and shit. You be fuck marriage, fuck marriage, fuck marriage, fuck Absolutely marriage. Fuck so, marriage. okay, from leaving a marriage that didn't work, how do you find trust in yourself to pursue marriage again? I don't think I'm going to pursue it. My, my view on marriage has changed. Like, and it, it didn't change because of the marriage I was in. It was because of it was more leaving the marriage. Like going to divorce court made me see marriage differently. Like I got married for my family. I wanted to be a family. I loved her. Like leaving it, it, it was like a business. It was like they handed you the sheet of paper and they were like, the paper didn't the paper didn't have any emotions on it. You know what I'm saying? Like it was just like paper didn't have any emotions. The paper didn't have no emotions on it. It was just it was like. You know, what days do you want the kids? It didn't it have shit about what kind of father are you. It just was like, what days do you want the kids? Do, do y'all agree? Like, what assets do y'all have? What debt do y'all have? Like, the paper didn't, ask, didn't, didn't really give a shit about what kind of person you are, who treated who bad. I guess Nevada is like a no-fault state. Like, some, some states are different. Like, I think North Carolina, you can be sued. If, if, like, if you get into an affair, you can be sued. The person you had an affair Damn. with can be sued. Like, Damn. Yeah. Real shit. Somebody just got sued for a couple million dollars. This shit hit the news like last week or the week before last. Like the per- the person that the per- not the person that was married because I the, cheated. The person that the, the person that the man that was cheating with the wife, the man that was outside the marriage, he got sued for a couple m's. I can't even remember how much, but it was like a lot. It was like you suing a nigga for millions for hitting your wife. 
But North Carolina is like that. Certain it's like a couple oh states that are like God. that. Like different states have different rules. North so, Carolina, I never shit, did. Y'all got uh, shit, Mariah Carey sued her. What sued her boyfriend for like wasting her time or some shit? Did she? Yeah, they wasn't married. Uh, no, he wasn't. Yeah, yeah, but you give so you can billionaire nigga. The, the, the paper crazy. The paper didn't have no emotion to it. It just made me feel like, damn, I was just a piece of property. Like this, this marriage was a business. Like we're dissolving a business. It didn't feel like I was dissolving a marriage. Yeah, it felt like I was dissolving a business. So going forward, if I'm looking at marriage, I'm not gonna look at it like, do I love her? Do I want to spend the rest of my life with her? I'm gonna look at it from that aspect too. But it'll be like, is this somebody I want to do business. business with? You know what I'm saying? Is this somebody I tr- I want to mix my money with? Is this somebody like, if shit break down? Do they have more assets? Are they going to hit me for that alimony? Like, this is... But me. what what trust issues do you have from that? And it's crazy because the relationship question I had was similar to it. It was the same shit about trust. But what... So what cr- trust issues do you have from like that? Going like, going leaving it? Like, it was... It, with her, we didn't... Neither one of us had shit coming into the marriage. And we did, We really don't have shit now. Like, at the end of the marriage. So it was like... When it came to, like, splitting up assets, it was like, shit, neither one of us got nothing. But, like, going forward, I mean, that's, what I, that's something I'll look at, like... Alimony and, and you know break like because you know if we get divorced she can eat into my retirement like shit like that shit I was yeah. never thinking about when I first got married it's like now you got to kind of look at it differently because next time hopefully there won't be a next time but next time I get divorced like this is some shit if I got some shit that time around she can dig into my shit or you know hopefully she'll have more shit than I have and I could potentially I, I wouldn't want to but I could potentially dig into her shit so you just right. you just answered the question like without answering it. Like, I don't. I don't have you any give trust. Me, you you gave me, you it's, gave us all the reasons of why you have trust issues. No, I'm saying. So like, how do you get as far out as of dissolving that? a marriage? Like if I if I'm going if I go into a relationship with somebody, that's not, that's the that's the last thing I'm thinking about is do she have more shit or she? You're not take thinking about shit. marriage no more though. I'm not thinking about marriage no more. So that's like the furthest thing from my mind. Like how do you get past that? Is what what he's asking. Like how do you get past that? You know what? I've been married. All marriage is not bad. Let me try this. Uh, I don't know. Like I said, I, this is the I, I haven't dated a bunch of women. This is the only woman I've been with since I was seventeen. So I don't know what it's like to date multiple women what and to fuck? get into multiple. Yeah, I met her when I was seventeen. So, and we've been together off and on since then. So I haven't dated multiple. So I don't know what it's like to go from one relationship to the next and figure out how to you know recover from a broken a broken oh, situation to starting over fresh. I don't know what it's like. I've never done it. Well, since both of you niggas want to be RoboCop, no heart and shit. I know I've been hurt. Who said we weren't hurt? Clearly, I've been hurt. I've been Clearly, hurt. Nigga. I didn't cry. I didn't, I didn't cry. I didn't cry. I didn't cry, though. Look, I didn't. I don't think I ever. Nah. I never, yeah, I didn't probably did some fuck shit because I was hurt. I did some fuck shit. Um, let me see. A lot of that shit. I think as far as trust go, it's not really the the person. Like it's me. Like so, you don't trust you. No. Saying I would. I don't trust myself. Like, I don't trust that I could put my all into something um, that I know might be temporary. That's the part that fucked me up a little bit. Like, you put your all into something thinking that it's going to be, like, you know, worthwhile. It's going to be for the long run. Absolutely. And then just like that, it's like. Over. Absolutely. Um, and then uh, there's some accountability that I got that I had to um, face too, though. You know, a lot of motherfuckers like to be the victim. True. Um, usually when it's a breakup, when you ask somebody like, 
why you no longer married, why you no longer in a relationship. Right. They give you 50 million things about the other person. <laughs> oh, it was a, he or she beat on me. He or she did this. He or she did this. He or she did this. Be 50 million things. You don't hear nothing about, like, well, what did you do? Yeah, I was out here cheating. Um, Not me. I'm just saying. But then it becomes a point, like, if it becomes a habit, because a lot of people, unlike Ivan, like, a lot of people don't. It's, they have they've been in more than one relationship in their lifetime. Right. I don't know what this nigga on. <laughs> That's crazy. But um it's you know So you you've you've dealt with multiple women. You I've dealt with them but not on a relationship. Not on a relationship level, no. But at what point do you do you start looking at yourself like See, I always I always take is the fault. Is it me? Like is it the is it the people that I'm choosing to be with? Is it the relationships that you know not going to work out, but you yeah. still put yourself in them situations? It's like that that victim shit, man, is like a fucking Tempur-Pedic mattress. Like once you lay in it, it's hard as fuck to get out. It's, 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 a, it's a rare gift and a, a really a skill to look at yourself honestly. And, I'm, you know, I'm not, to, not to toot my own horn, but I think I have that gift. Like I... When I when I, we when I when her and I when, it, when her and I have these conversations and she says some shit I'll be like yeah you right or you could be right or I could see it from your angle and not just be saying it just to end the argument like I could really be like damn yeah, yeah. she might be right I, I but I don't I don't run across it very often a lot of people and I found that a lot of people when you have these kind of conversations most people are listening to respond they're not listening to understand what you're saying yeah see I always I always took the blame and. Whatever relationship I left. Shit, like, me too. I ain't never down talk a, a chick or a woman that I was with. Never. I always spoke highly of them. Because I ain't want nobody, like, talking shit about my girl. You know what I'm saying? But then when the shit not in, you know, when the shit don't work out, now everybody looking at you crazy like, well, it can't be her. Right. And I always be been you. And I always been that person. Like, yeah, it was all on me. Like I always just took that. I'm like, with that. I, I feel you because I'm I don't the same give a way. Fuck. Like I don't care about. How Is you that a cop out though? What? To say, to say it's always me. So that means, no matter what, when the shit go left, you're just gonna accept the blame anyway. That to me, that don't sound like you're uh, actually. I didn't got to that point where like I don't. If you hear some shit, if I, or if I hear some shit and it gets back to me, I didn't got to the point where I don't really say shit no more anyways because it's not worth my peace. Yeah, for sure, and then you will be fucking stressed out trying to fight every single opinion about you that you don't like. Not necessarily the opinion, but just like I was saying, like, does, is that a way for you to not take accountability? Just be like, oh, I, I'm the piece of shit. You know, I, it was all my fault. So that means, you know, they, that person get, not not necessarily they get off scot free, but it's just like, since I already know I'm the problem, I don't have to work on myself because I already know. It well, was it's not my necessarily. Fault. I mean, it could be. I mean, a relationship is, is two ways. Um, it could be, I mean, of course, it could be problems all over the place. What me and Vinci saying is, we the type of people, like, when I'm in a relationship now, I won't speak down on her. No, I Or get that. anyone else. So when the relationship does end, everybody's looking at you crazy because you've put her on this, you put her pedestal. or them on this pedestal so high that everybody's looking at you like, yeah, but not. It, may, it must be you. Not in, not in public though. Like if you if you if you accept that when shit go left, if you accept that when shit go left, it's my fault. 
it just sounds it sounds like you're setting yourself up for failure. Like you're not you're expecting things to go bad. So when it go bad, or I already knew I wasn't shit, or I already knew that I was you know if, if it went left, it was me. So there's nothing for me to try to fix. I mean, I think because like I think I show that publicly, like publicly, it was on me. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like internally, I don't feel like I was okay. fully at That's fault. That's what I'm asking. Yeah, yeah. Makes sense. So like internally, I'm like, well, I did have all the conversations to say if we go this route or if you go this route this might work better you know what i'm saying i've, I've tried all that and right. then now it's like towards the end i'm usually the person like i'm gonna start doing this shit that's gonna make i i'd rather a woman leave me so i will do Agreed. shit for sh- for she can leave me agree because i don't want to leave a woman like i don't want to be like mm, i'm done with this yeah you know what I'm saying? I want her to do it. So the only time I was like, I got to let this go was my oldest daughter's mom. I was like, I got to let it go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's just, it's not there. Because we went, we went three years with no arguments. And then it was like argument, 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 argument. Yeah. So I'm like, it's toxic now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't, some of me, most of me, and then little shit she was doing. But most of me was like. Mm, I didn't do too much. How much of that coincided with your daughter being born? Like, how much of it changed after your daughter was born? Everything changed after my daughter was born. Okay. So I always call it the baby mama curse. Absolutely. The baby mama curse? What the fuck yeah, is that? Yeah, I'm with him on that. I call, I, I, I say it's a baby mama's curse. I tell my nephew the same thing. I, I think it is. I think after you have a kid, so much changes with the woman. Like... If you're in a relationship or whatever you're in, so much changes with the woman after this kid. Like, she probably was cool and everything because she had no attachments. Now this kid has became has became an attachment, and now you see a whole other side you've never seen before. So I call it the baby mama curse. See, I, th- I, th- I, th- I thought it was me because neither of my children's mothers had any kids prior. So I thought it was just, okay, this is how they are. I thought it would be different in your case because she has older kids, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't think it would be different. Like, I think he went through it too, though. Like okay. I think our first baby daddy went through the shit. Um, I think it's a curse. Yeah. Like I seen it. I seen it with my brother. I seen it with with my older cousins. I seen it with my cousins. Like it's a curse. And to me, you you depending on how much love you got and what y'all plan on doing after you fight through it. Yeah. But but the fight is so. The fight ain't there for me. Like. My thing was I wanna, I wanna leave because I don't wanna stay with you because we have a kid. I wanna stay with you because I wanna be with you because I, I right. genuinely, I'm genuinely happy here. Yeah. Um, I don't wanna stay with you because we have a kid, and a lot of people do it to because we have a kid. So now I'm cheating for no reason. Now I'm not coming home when I should come home. Now I'm, you know, what I'm saying like now I'm doing all the extra shit because I'm mentally I'm not in this relationship. Right. No, now it's like now the sex ain't now the sex is like routine. This shit is boring, but let me do it because it's, you right. need dick. <laughs> right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like shit like that. Like that and I think that's what got me on the I tell him I read go fuck somebody else. You know, like we could be cool. <laughs> you don't gotta leave. We can stay in this room, bed up, just fuck somebody else. Just give Hell. me that space. Let somebody Hell else hit sometimes. Nah. Well, in a state of <laughs> vulnerability. 
because then again, you know, you niggas want to be RoboCop and shit. <laughs> um, I think, well, I think back in the day, I was like mommy chasing. Okay. What? Mommy chasing. I was like mommy chasing because, you know, I didn't have the best... I didn't have the best relationship with my mom. Okay. You know what I mean? So, I was like... So, you kind of like the prostitutes that always looking for a daddy? Yes. Mm, yeah. I would say... Yeah. I, I, don't, I mean, I'm not you don't in that game. Say it, I'm not in that game, so I wouldn't know, but I would Even say... Even the women that's always looking for a that's daddy. What, that's, exactly, for a daddy. that's exactly what it is. I have that same issue, but I don't let them finish. Um, I would say, like... Uh, now, now you gonna have me sound like a whole ass nigga. After you made you know, shit. you made yourself sound like a whole ass. <laughs> <laughs> I think back in the I day, well, shit, this is back in the day, man. It's back in the day living, motherfucker. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, I was mommy chasing. Like I think I was trying to find um love that I felt my mom should have been giving me through other women, and then when I felt that I couldn't. It was like they were giving me, even like the, the, the women that were, you know, like, quote unquote, like, really loved me. You so know you mean? just fuck with older women? I've always loved older women. I've only been one young woman in my life. But um, it was like, even when they loved me, I always, like, wanted more. But it was like a love that they couldn't give me because they're not my mama. So it was like when, it was like, what? You can't really feed my need. Then they become objects. The, on, the only object. Which, yeah, was fuck nigga shit. The only shit I had that I had since I don't pursue women. So the only, like, the only, the women that I have pursued and I have dealt with, I always felt like she don't really like me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I never believed her. Like, she like, I really love you. I never believed it because to me it was always me. I'm trying. I'm pursuing you. I'm pursuing you. Yeah. I'm pursuing you. So I never felt. I never felt it mutually, right? So, and that's another reason what made me like not want to pursue women, because I feel more, more like I feel more love or whatever you want to call it, yeah. when a woman is pursuing me because I know that you want me. Like you want me. Right. You yeah. feel me? It's not that chase of she don't really want me. Like, well, my daughter's mom, my oldest daughter's mom. I was always like, I I think we was together for like. Three years before I was like, oh shit, okay, she probably really do love me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I've never I never felt it. Like I never believed it. And then like after I broke up with her, then after the, all the bullshit afterwards, I'm like, oh, okay. She she was serious. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I never felt it. I just it's something about pursuing a woman. I don't I don't feel it. At once 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 I get her, it's like she let me hit because I was being thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> like that's my thoughts. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. That's my only issue. Other than, so, my trust would be there. Like, yeah. if, if it's a trust issue, if I have any trust issue, that's my trust issue. My trust issue is I just don't trust that you really feeling me the way that you say you're feeling me. Yeah. I know I got fucked up. I just got issues all around. But yeah. another thing that uh, look, I'm just coming up with all type of fuck shit that I used to do. Another <laughs> thing is I don't know if I really ever gave myself time. Like I was jumping in like relationship, 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 relationship. Some of them was shallow. Some of them. So you Harper, you Harper from the best man. Nah, sure. this was when I was young. I was young and dumb. I didn't. Now I'll be like, you know, what I mean, I give my time. I, if it was to ever happen again, God forbid, 
I would be I would give myself time. I didn't like I would give myself time, but like, um, yeah, when I was younger, man, I would jump in relationship, 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 one after the other. And what I was doing was, all I was doing was taking, I started one relationship, that I end. I would take those trash ass, horrible relationship ideas and baggage to the next relationship. Mm. Then I'll throw that shit in my suitcase and go to the next relationship. And next, you know, next thing you know is like I'm just I'm dating the same person with a with a different face. I stayed in I stayed in um I stayed in relationships. That's why I'm so not on that shit no more. Because I feel like I was always I'm always with someone. Like yeah. it's always somebody you're always attaching me to somebody. So that's why like the past like six years, it was, well I'm gonna say like the past three. But it's like the past three, I just been like, no, nah, I don't like that. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I hate the Facebook. I hate all that. I hate the. I hate that attachment. I've always dealt with that since I was like 18, 17, 18. I've, it's always been, I'm with somebody. You know what I'm saying? Every chick was, oh, you're Vinci's girlfriend. I used to hate that shit. Yeah. Like, because I've always been the, I guess, quote unquote, popular nigga. So it's like, oh, you're Vinci's girlfriend. And I hated that shit. Like, I, And then I've always been the type of nigga, no matter what bullshit I was doing, I would say, like, this is who I'm with. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've never been the nigga to have two, three, and four girlfriends and try to lie about it. Like, no, I'm not with nobody. If I'm with somebody, I'm going to say, I'm with somebody. If I'm single, I'm single. Like, that's just me. So I never, I don't like it. Like, so with always being in relationships, I'll be like, mm, I'm cool on the relationship shit because of, that attachment, that that belonging feeling. I don't like that belonging. I don't like feeling like I belong to nobody. I don't want nobody to feel like they belong to me. You don't like it? I don't like that. I like that shit. I don't. I like that. Belong? Shit. Not be- yeah. Fuck it. No. That's, yeah. How you, that's how you phrase it. Yeah. I seen a. I seen a. Uh, before we um um get to the you know this the, this interview with the you know the beautiful, those two beautiful ladies. Beautiful. Shout out to uh you know. Miss Whitney Tabor and uh, the homegirl Stitches. Um, do y'all believe in like um, soulmates? Mm-hmm. I seen uh, I did. Christine. Who the ghost? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I seen Christine. Uh, <laughs> this nigga's stupid. I seen Christine post something about it. Uh, I didn't. Do y'all do y'all believe that uh, in soulmates? I used to. I thought. You know what? Let me say. I'm, I'm gonna say I used to. I still think my wife is still my soulmate. We just are better off as friends. She's still my soulmate. Like I still believe that. Not that I'm not not that I'm open. I'm not open to loving anybody else or dealing with anybody else. But I think our souls. I think she is my soulmate. We just are not relationship material at this point. Y'all like friend soulmates? Yeah. That's cool. I no, I don't believe in the shit. So Why not? That's quick for me. I just don't like. I don't. I don't like being attached. I don't like the attachment feeling. So, no. The soulmates mean we're attached. We're we belong together. Like it was. This was. This was meant. Like you no. don't think you don't think you can have a soulmate, but it's not. It's, it's, it's not romantic. No, I think I have like great female friends. No, I mean like you, like if you, like you, it seems like you, your concept of soulmate is somebody you have to be romantically entwined with. Yeah, that's that's my, 
thing when I hear soulmate. That's what I'm thinking. Okay. That's what I'm thinking when I hear uh, I don't think I believe in soulmates. To 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 say I have a soulmate, that would mean almost at the same rope. Usually, it's romantic. Is is linked, you know, with right, you know, it's romantically romance. linked. Yeah. Um. To have a soulmate would mean that the day I, I it's almost like the day I was born, there was someone born that I wouldn't know. That I that belongs to me. That eventually in time I would link up with and we would just connect and Yeah, sure destiny. That's bullshit. Not necessarily. And I think we often and I don't I don't look at Having a, a soulmate could be anybody. A soulmate could be a friend, a teacher, um, a counselor, a therapist. It's someone who, you know, who I would say stirs you up inside, challenges you, open up your 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 way of thinking. I don't really associate soulmate soulmates soulmate with romance. You just said you did. No, yeah, I said yeah. people get it confused. And what? So you saying a soulmate is not romantic? What is it? A soulmate is just someone who 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 can challenge your way of thinking, who 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 pushes you, who um, you know, all that type of shit. Just challenges you as a so person. So your homeboy could be that your could soulmate. be anything. Yeah. See now you turn into. Some I'm shit. not turning into a gay shit. If nah, if I think yeah, I think I'm not I'm not trying to make it. I'm not trying. I mean that's a fair question, but I'm not gonna go that far. Yeah, I'm like I'm not trying to make it a gay thing. If if this is somebody that like, of me and my homeboy, we best friends. Like everything is challenged, right? Like you're challenging my way of thinking. We probably going into business. We doing all this. So is this my soulmate? If it's not romantically. Like and then, like I said, when I think of it, I think of it as romance. Like everything is gonna click. Like the sex is gonna click. Everything is just gonna be per be great. Like the problems gonna come because that's life. But everything yeah. is just gonna be great. Like so that's why I think a soulmate. I don't. I think a, a a soulmate is almost like could be anyone, but it's almost like a um, I would say. You know, in my in my life, I would almost uh, I would equate it with like a therapist. It's like a missing piece of the puzzle. Okay. Uh, we confuse soulmate and life partner. Okay. Life partner is what we should be calling a soulmate. Cause right. a soulmate could be anybody, and I just don't, and I don't, I don't, I don't link it with romance. But I was just seeing, you know, people on that uh, on that post, and it got me to thinking, like, okay, before before we get into this, because this person said that it's a real issue for her, so she she really want to hear our take on it. Okay. okay. So, if a woman is buying a house prior to the relationship. How comfortable are you as a man to move in and pay bills? Is this Keita? No, this is Brandy. Michelle? Michelle, that's it. What's the question again? Hey, Brandy. Okay, if a woman is buying a house prior... If a woman is buying a house prior to the relationship, how comfortable are you as a man to move in and pay the bills? Are you still the head of the household? 
do you have stipulations in which bills you're willing or unwilling to pay? I'll figure this shit out. That's one of them questions. I'm not paying no mortgage because my name ain't on that motherfucker. First, that's first and foremost. Everything else might be negotiable. I ain't paying no mortgage because when because if shit go left, I don't have no claim to this house, so I ain't paying for it. How deep do you have to get in before you say, "Well, can I put my name on this"? When we jump, when we jump that broom. I'm not moving in with nobody that I'm not serious with. And if I move in with you, we split everything. It's in the story. Fuck. If I still got all these these agendas in the back of my mind, I'm gonna look out. She's for already, me. but she okay. She's already in the process of buying this house. She's she's damn near. Then if I'm gonna move in, then we need to talk man. about uh what we gonna do. Fuck. I'm not paying. No Are you moving on? Oh, I won't be living there. See, this is this is this is the shit what I'm talking about. It's business decisions now. This is what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm this, just saying, like, if, if, I'm if we're married, that's a business with, decision. I'm not finna move in with you, and we having a relationship, but we still acting like separate entities. No, I mean, I'm I'm with the half. I'm with the half shit, right? But nigga, my name gotta be on something. Okay, that's that's all I was saying, not dude. Me. I'm, I don't no strings on me. I'm Pinocchio. Uh, if I if shit go left, I want to be able to leave with no attachments. I don't have to. You don't got to get no. You don't got to get the cable switched into your name. None of that shit. I help you pay. But don't you start? Don't once you start taking a person serious, you thinking of it like long term. Like why know. are we thinking about the? I don't know. I, breaking point. I ain't never been. I ain't never been. I ain't never been in another situation, so I can't speak on it. I just, I just know, but like I know, your life is really trash, brother. Whatever. Uh. <laughs> but like, like certain places, I, I think I don't know if Nevada is one of them. Again, business shit. Like there's such things called common law. So after you be together so long, yeah, like certain, seven years, certain, something like yeah, that. certain shit start to kick whatever. into place. So these, these, these are now these are things I'm thinking of if I, if a situation starts looking like it's gonna be long term, like. If I if this person leaves after a certain amount of time, do they even if we not married? Does she get a claim to my house? Right. Like shit like that'll make me hesitant. So I need to I need to love I need to love you beyond whatever it is we we working on to know, all right, I could take this person serious. I'm moving in. I'm cheating. But I'm moving in. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't shit, I don't know. I I I'll pay the cable bill. I'm moving I, in. Like I'll you... I'll do the power bill. I'm not doing the mortgage though, because if shit go left, you can tell me to leave and I don't have no claim to this house. My my only thing is what happened when all the family come over and we argue this shit. It's like, nigga, get out of my house, like, nigga, right? Your name ain't on this. That's what I'm saying. That's like, out. If my name on the motherfucker, <laughs> I'd be like, no, I'll go to my half. I'll go to my half. Which which half you on? You on the front half or the back half? Top half, so bottom gotta, half. It gotta be a business. Yeah, it's the, it's a business decision. Absolutely, it's a business decision. That's what I'm saying. I'm, that's how I'm looking at it from now on. <laughs> well, y'all, uh, you know. Finna get ready to um, get you guys, you know, what you've been waiting for. You know, this interview with uh, the beautiful, beautiful Miss Tabor. Voluptuous. <laughs> and the homegirl stitches. Sh- I can't stress uh, that word. It's enough. an amazing interview, man. You know, we dive into a. Uh, I missed it. We dive into it. a couple of things. And I'm, uh, I hate that you missed she it, man. Wearing that sundress, too. But, um, hey, man, about. shout out to them. I told y'all before, stitches. like. He was, you know, he said, "Hello, governor." Some, he said, "I was on some groupy shit," but it was like some six degrees of separation type shit. Why do you keep saying that? Um, Why do you keep saying that? Because it's the truth. I keep saying that. Was he a groupie on the show? Hey, this nigga go. You gonna hear it? I ain't gonna, you know what I'm saying? Was he a groupie? Listen. Was it like Maya was on the show? 
Like, I've been following you for so long. Like, you don't even, like, you have no idea. Like, I've been following your career. I just, I love everything you do. It's like, who is this nigga, man? It's like six degrees of separation is like a friend of a friend. So it's like, um, so you was super trash. This nigga was super geeked. I thought he was going to ask for an autograph. I really did. I was like, yo. It's like all things living are like six steps or less from meeting each other. The type, that type shit. But what I what I was saying was so what are, what are the when I first when so I first your soulmate? when I first got listen y'all man bypass all that when I first got into listening to podcasts and and shows on the internet okay I started with Corey Holcomb okay fifty one fifty show shout out to them Zoe Williams is on his show. So I started listening to Zoe Williams. Okay. Whitney was his co-host. Yes. At okay. the time. So it's almost like the very first person I started listening to is the very first person. Oh, you the reason we have you. <laughs> oh, my God. You so good. <laughs> <laughs> you real sentimental right now. Fuck y'all, man. What are the six degrees? You keep saying six degrees. What are the six degrees? Like when you that's say what it means. It's like you're you're always six degrees. I mean, six steps or less away from meeting someone. Life changing. That's not okay. That wasn't my interpretation of six degrees of separation. But okay, man, look, hold on, man. You're supposed to be like, I know this person. This person knows this person. That person knows. Yeah, that it's person. like a friend of a friend. How? Six degrees of separation is the idea that all living things and everyone, everything else in the world are six or fewer steps away from each other. So, what are so that a chain of a friend of a friend statements can be made to connect any two people in a maximum of six steps. That's what I'm saying. What are the six steps? But if I'm not mistaken, you went straight for the gusto. You you was like, look, she's coming out here. He just shot his shot. He definitely did. I shot my shot, man. I and you made it. Hey, hey, it. look. You made that motherfucker, bro. When I seen that, I say, oh, shit. This nigga was, was panicking. Oh, this in his bag. <laughs> I was panicking. He I shot told his her shot that. for this show, panicking. and she coming on. She hit me with, uh, yeah, that's cool. I said, oh, shit. That's when I hit y'all. Like, I was, I was yeah, like, she, she, hit me re- back. she read it. Like, was, then she hit, shoot me the details. Oh, my nigga, heart got that. Like, Anisha, man, you don't fucking Anisha, text. have you texted her yet? Have you did it yet? <laughs> have you did it yet? <laughs> But yeah, man, it's a dope interview, man. We get into so much. That should um, remind me of the first time I lost my virginity. What? Like, yeah, I had to tell y'all the story. I oh my god! Why, right. why it sound like that to but me? But hey, man, here we go, man. Um, I hope you guys enjoy it, and we'll meet y'all on the other side. Voluptuous. Peace, y'all. <laughs> I'm now joined. Uh, Damn, I'm, I'm fucked up right now. And I ain't, yeah, you nervous. I you eaten. nervous. We, we've been doing it's this like six months. It's like some six degrees of separation type yeah, shit. Yeah, you nervous right now. Calm down, bro. But we are joined by the beautiful Whitney Tabor and her homegirl. Stitches. Soon to be our homegirl. That's yeah. all right. Stitches. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ivan, what up? Not much, man. Uh, beautiful Saturday. You know, I had some some surprise company show up in town. So if y'all don't see me tonight. Is you, you, you the aunties or something? Yeah, Hold uh, up. Some, yeah, something like that. There <laughs> <laughs> you go. Ooh, damn. <laughs> well, damn, Gina. It happens. You know what I mean? Nice. Um, but we have the beautiful Whitney Tabor here. She's a, hey. what you want to say, a media personality, radio personality. I be, I see you You stay on the go. So yeah. what else do you do? 
Oh, man. Um, well, thank you guys for having us and keeping us cool. Listen up, Vegas. <laughs> I don't know what y'all, my eyelashes are sweating. It is so hot here. Um, but I'm so excited to be here, man. Views from the 7. 7? Yep. I was like, I had to check which number because cool. this heat got my brain kind of <laughs> a little messed up. Um, but, yeah, no, I'm, I, I go by the name of Miss Tabor on my Instagram. So if you guys want to follow me. Uh, please support um i do a lot <laughs> i do whatever i can honestly um but i guess my main title would be uh the i guess manager of record plant recording studio which is one of the top 25 studios in the world oh, nice. um kind of cool kind of cool also yes a radio personality over at dash radio shout out to my dash peeps what up zoe and family the voice of reason family was popping um and yeah i've done some tv and and that kind of hosting too over at All Def Digital, so some people nice. still uh, recognize me from those days. But um, yeah, and well, hold yep. on, and GMB. <laughs> I also knit, and I like to go, you know, skiing. But no, um, I am also the Los Angeles chapter leader for a nonprofit organization called Girls Make Beats. Yeah. Um, and we teach young girls from the ages of seven to seventeen how to engineer, produce, and DJ. So um, yeah. Nice. What's up? Yeah, that's that's a little bit, you know. That's what I do on the weekends, pretty much. No, I'm just playing. Okay. okay. I'm an amateur comedian. You guys haven't. They're like, okay. <laughs> Try again, sis. Try again. No, no, no. But um, yeah, that's that's pretty much about it. And I like to turn up. I like to um. Hashtag lit wit. Hashtag yeah, lit with wit. That's what's up. I like to travel, and um, I just like to make sure people around me have a good time and elevate. So that's that's me. Yeah, I got to pause, and, and if for those of you who can't see Wit, she has on the glasses that uh, we teased her last night. Have you ever seen the show, um, the movie Hangover? Yes. And, like, there's always that one person, I don't know the name, but that one person just always walking and oh, just yeah, ready. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what, just ready. Let's go. <laughs> and if you don't keep up, she going to leave you. Bye. Bye. She going to leave you. We got to go. So, hashtag lit with. We Here love we you and appreciate you, yeah. even if you leave us. We love you. We love you. <laughs> I'm going to come back. I'm going to come back. I just need to go make sure we good. She got them orange, blue cantrips. That's all right. Let her live, though. Let her, let her have it. Let her have it. Yes. Let her have it. I don't know if I'm going hunting or I look cool. I don't really know. It's she like, matches. No, my dog Courtney. Hey, my dog Courtney. <laughs> All right, Stitches. Yes, uh, Stitches born in Ottawa, Canada, right now in South Florida. So shout out everybody from Lauderdale, Brock County, what's happening? Um, I am an artist. I love music. I love people. I love the Lord. And I love um, music. Okay. And um, what else do I love? I'm a radio personality on iHeartRadio. So 103.5 The Beat Y, 100, Top 40, and Urban Station. So okay. you could download the free iHeartRadio app oh, and uh, listen to us wherever you go. Okay. And community, I love, I'm on the board for Martin Luther King Celebration Committee. So keeping the legacy of Dr. King. And also with um, Girls Make Beats, like Whit said. Uh, just really teaching and educating girls on producing. It was founded by our girl Tiffany Miranda, who's actually an, an engineer. So mm -hmm. she's worked with the best of them, and we're learning from one of the best. And what else? I love people. I love. I know there's a lot more, but that's pretty much it. That makes sense. And I'm an artist, and I love music. She, yeah, yeah she freestyles. She's got flow. She's she's a bit, baby. Not a lot. A little little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not too much. Not too much. Not too much. And she fooled me. I thought she was from the UK. Hey, that's good. That's good. That's what people think, and I'm. 
real story though i'm trying to figure out where it come from because i used to say i just watched a lot of tv but then when i thought about it i'm like hold on show i ain't like my people were caribbean so my dad would come home and feel the television yeah. to see if we was watching tv so i couldn't watch tv like that so i i don't know i'm just am who i am and i hope you accept me yes you got, you got a lot of different voices i don't i like it what the hell 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 Tag. I, I, I didn't tell them you were coming. I just pulled it with you. That's my tag. Stitch so phrenic. Oh, okay. Uh, Look at Ken Shit. I mean, you know, you know, had like split, split. That's what I was about to say. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. not split personalities, listen, guys. Listen, listen. Okay, okay. Linda, 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 Oh, well, Girls Make Beats, uh, like Stitch just said earlier, was founded by Tiffany Miranda, who um, is from Florida as mm-hmm. well, yeah. uh, six years ago. And Stitch is also one of the founding members, along with Christine Miranda. Um, and yeah, these ladies just stopped what they were doing to, to care about these girls. Um, and it's amazing. Like, honestly, like, I can talk about this all day. Like, how much time we got? Because this, honestly, out of all of the titles and all of the things and all of the people that I've met, honestly, this, you know, organization, Girls Make Beats, is literally the most amazing thing that has ever come into my life. And it came in at a perfect time. So, um, we run after school programs in Florida and in Miami. We run, we run um, after school programs for girls, again, from the ages of 7 to 17 um, in Florida and also in L.A. Um, and it's been dope. Like yeah. three-week courses. Um, we teach them DJing first week. Uh, production. Then we teach them the small, you know, beginning stages of, yeah. of um, engineering, and it's been an amazing year, man. Like, like I said, Tiff made the jump. I actually got into it. I can t- tell you guys the story on how I, I was introduced to the uh, organization. Yeah. Uh, I run, like I said, Record Plant, which is, I guess, the dopest studio in LA, and that was the word on the street that Tiffany had heard. And luckily, she, while she was doing the, you know, Toyota sponsored Girls Make Beat Summer Tour last year, uh-huh. when she brought the girls to LA. You know, we like to introduce them to, I guess, job opportunities that they can, you know, so. join when they're finished, you know, because yeah. honestly, I didn't even know that, you know, the jobs that I'm doing would be even accessible to me because I never saw anybody doing them. So what we want to do is actually show the girls, yo, yeah, you can be a rapper or a singer, but you can also run a studio. You can also be a radio personality. You can be a mix engineer for movies or films. So we take them on field trips. So Tiffany was asking, you know, her engineering friends and some people in the music community, yo, what's a studio that I got to take the girls to in LA? And luckily everybody said record plant. Um, and she just wrote an email, shot her little shot. She was like, Hey girl, can I pull up with, you know, 10 little, little sisters and pull up on you? And I'm like, um, duh like it's crazy to to me that there aren't more women in in the studio aspect so of course any chance that i get to have any girls in there i was like yes i'm ordering cupcakes we're about to get it popping like this is my thing so so yeah tiff came and um 
it honestly changed me like completely because I love to tell this story because I think more people and more women need to understand it's not about bragging about what you do it's about just showing to inspire and I kind of I noticed this about myself where I would not tell people about what I was doing and since I started my music career, which was 10 years ago, working for Rihanna's team, um, I didn't. my parents didn't even know. They were like, "What? my daughter just moved to L.A. We don't really know what she does. She works in music. I just didn't tell anybody because I felt like yeah. I didn't want people to, you Hollywood, you, <laughs> like I just, you know, I didn't, I encountered that. So I, I never really like show people or tell people what I'm doing. And Tiffany made it so crystal clear that that's probably not the right way to do things when she brought the girls so I gave these amazing little girls this tour and they're just like blown away I'm like you know this is where Justin Bieber recorded this is where Lil Pump recorded this is where Chris Brown and Beyonce and Kanye and the doors and so they just not just, hearing it, they seeing it. Yeah. They're seeing and it, especially they're from a woman it. that yeah. looks like Yeah, so like they're seeing it, they're touching it. So I give them the tour of all the fun stuff, right? Yeah. Studios, the board, you know, speakers, turn up. Right. And then I was like, Cool, that's the end of the, the tour and Tiffany said, No, it's not. We gotta show them your office. And I was like That's wild. Girl, my office is whack. It's like the weirdest color of eggshell. <laughs> it's got it is not cute. Uh they're good. Let's just go turn up and eat cupcakes. Like sounds like a right. way better plan and she goes trust me we should and I walked these girls into my office and their eyes like bulged out of their faces and they were like so they were more excited to see my office than any of the other rooms in the building and then I got I I, it just like blew me away because I wasn't you know you got to show people you really do um because you can't dream something you can't see yeah absolutely so for me um that was when I knew I was like I have to always be a part of this i don't know how because they're all in miami but i'm gonna figure it out <laughs> so i you know i expressed to tiffany you know i i just love this this is dope and any way i can help do and she literally like eight months later hit me up hey sis i think i'm about to move to la let's open up this chapter i'm like do it let's go and no shade to any of my la people or hollywood friends or whatever but a lot of people do that in entertainment they say oh you know yeah yeah, let's link up bro let's 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 work let's work and then never happens Mm -hmm. i never talk to them i never see them and i've done it so i'm not even gonna i i'm from example i'm literally saying i'll be like yeah yeah for show and then be like bro i don't know why you want to do some business business means we both make money you just want some free shit ain't happening over here but um Yeah, so Tiffany moved in January, and, you know, me and her, along with our Miami sisters, Stitches and Christine and the rest of the board, have just been, like, going hard at making this the biggest. Because Tiffany was excited to open up the L.A. chapter, and I'm like, girl, we about to go global. Like, I'm not, we're going to take, I'm literally going to make sure that I can take two girls from Compton, two girls from Broward County, two girls from Atlanta, two girls from Vegas, to africa to make beats go to australia to make beats like because honestly the it's and it's very attainable you know i'm just putting it out there like y'all got the first exclusive this i am going to make sure that that happens because i've learned so much through travel that i never would have learned through a book or anybody just preaching to me in a classroom so um yeah girls make beats is lit we're we're this is our fourth city of our 2018 
uh, summer tour with sponsored by Toyota. Shout out to Toyota again. <laughs> can't forget the <laughs> signing the check because yeah. I can't afford it. But uh, yeah, uh, Vegas. We're here. This is our first year in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Um, where we're over at Crossover Studios, uh, which is a recording studio here in Vegas. So if anybody's listening and they, they you know, you can spend a little something, you got a little bread because you need some bread. It ain't free. Um, yeah, get over there and check them out. But, yeah, we, we got to work with an amazing group of girls. Like, they, this group of girls, honestly, and we was talking about it earlier. Hopefully none of my other girls are listening because, listen, <laughs> these ones were just like, like I showed up on day four because I had, you know, work obligations. Yeah. And the girls were like, yo, they already learned how to do the, the pro tools there. Like, because we're teaching them. This the is not like, stuff, this is yeah. not cute little, oh, they're cute. And they're just practicing mm-hmm. to scratch. Like, no, they're learning Serato. They're learning Pro Tools. They're learning Ableton. Like, they're literally using all this stuff. I, I have my engineers who are grown-ass men. Like, hey, uh, can you me up with some of that like they just did yesterday yeah, they just for the plug right <laughs> like we're teaching them exactly yeah. what like i wouldn't hire anybody if they don't have what we're teaching these 10 right. year olds right. and they're getting it it's the craziest thing it's it's beautiful to watch you know children learn when you give them something that they actually want to learn it's like the most beautiful amazing thing especially these little girls who don't really feel like no one listens to them and they're valued so um yeah man it's just a beautiful organization please support us you know because all of this is free like they're getting thousands of dollars worth of school and discounts on equipment and things like that um and it's completely free like none of us get paid to do this because we just love doing it so much so um please visit the website www.girlsmakebeats.org follow the instagram at girls make beats um if you know a little sis that wants to work in music just encourage her man tell her that she don't need to be scared because there ain't nobody else doing it like her and tell her there are people doing it like her and let have them follow me have them slide in my dms i actually answer people in my dms so (laughs) (laughs) i actually text back yo so we here so that's it yeah um, you know saying before we got on the mic like this is like i'm fucked up i'm still fucked up right now because it's like i'm looking at you know i'm I'm looking at somebody that i honestly used to i mean not used to but yeah listen to dope um i think i started listening to zoe williams that was the first well it started with Corey hogan Corey, did you listen to my episode i was on Corey's show once they never called me back haters i started listening (laughs) in 2014 yeah and then maybe 15, I got to Zoe Williams, and she was, and you were the co-host. Yeah. So to to now be talking to you like in person is sick. It's, it's, it's you want an autograph? Hey. That's, hey, fuck you. Oh no, I was doing look. That's, like, that's my first it. autograph. You gonna be the first one to ever ask? Oh, but um. <laughs> Look, let him have his best life, life sir. Let him have it. He living his best life. I think what's 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 most commendable is uh, you're out here. Yeah. Feet on the ground, you know what I'm saying? Um, Well, boots on the ground. There I'm we go. Or heels. Sandals. Look, I got to put the sandals on. Uh, you know, a lot of people, um, it's easy to, like, donate your money. Mm-hmm. Very easy to donate your money. Like, here, I'm here for this cause, and leave it at that. People could do that, too, if you want to. Girls Actually, yeah, we work. do need that. Please Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but to have the calling to where you want to have your boots on the ground, yeah. that's a calling that not many people. Oh, yeah have at all very rare um i guess my my question would be like um how long have you been doing how long have you been in 
uh, working with this nonprofit. So I get I got introduced, you know, about I guess a year ago, two years ago. So this is like my year and a half, you know, maybe okay, so. Mark. So yeah, I was first introduced summer of 2017. Um, or fe I met Tiffany though in February. She's so funny. We we were trying to grab her to come too, but she she was like, "Girl, it's too hot. I got to get in this pool." I say, "Okay." So, and she's been teaching. She's she's our main instructor, so she's been talking and teaching all week. So yeah. I said, "You deserve this. You do yeah. this." So um, yeah. So almost I guess almost two years. It'll be two years in February. Yeah. Okay, so, so I guess my question is like, with the year and a half that you've been doing, it's almost two years. Yeah. At what point? Did you feel the foundation was getting the notoriety that it does deserve? Well, for me, when I started getting in our, you know, in my, <laughs> when I started getting um, emails from the likes of Spotify, um, Remy Ma's team, Snoop Dogg's team, um, you know, Avid. Avid is the number one software for recording anything, like music-wise. Um, so Avid has been an amazing you know, sponsor and partner coming on this year. Um, and then just seeing the response from everybody. Like, I have shown every single person. I mean, I have love, I get love from, you know, Seven. I'm, I'm in, I'm in Record Plant, so I have a, a lot of friends that you guys listen to. Seven, Seven Streeter, like okay. Tiana Taylor, um, you know. Right, uh, Quentin Miller. Quentin just posted, reposted because we were just in Atlanta down there uh, with with our Atlantic GMB girls. Um, so just getting so much love from you know Janelle Monae, um, even from you know actresses and there's a lot of people. Tina, no. Yeah, yeah. The girls just DJed for uh, Beyonce's mom. You know, a couple okay. months ago, right, so. Miss Tina Knowles has been a very, very big supporter of Girls Make Beats along with her nonprofit, um, Tina's Angels. So it's it's. Like, like I said, it didn't even, I don't care if anybody was as passionate as, a, as I am. I'm going to make sure that these girls understand that there's actually somebody here that has their back. They're not alone in this crazy little world that we all live in. Right. And we've all lived there. We've all been there. And I don't care if you're a man, you're white, you're black, you're green or purple. Um, and you don't even speak the language. We all go through things. And I've witnessed firsthand just talking to these little girls how unheard they are with with the things that they actually want to do and then again it just translates for me because I've oh I've never felt that way so it hurts my heart to see these little girls feel like they go to school for four years and then they get a regular job like working at Starbucks like that's literally what one of them told me girls are disposed the world one thing, and I tell people this all the time because I feel like it, it kind of needs to be ingrained for us as people of the world. Um, I asked the girls, like I said, as young as seven, as old as 17, why do you think many girls don't do these jobs? And 97% of them tell me the world doesn't think girls deserve these opportunities. The world doesn't like girls. The world doesn't, you know, think girls are Capable. smart enough. The world, like, it, it's crazy, but the one word in those sentences from all of these girls was the world. Yeah. And I'm like, listen, yo, like, for everybody listening to me, like, really be conscious of what it is that you actually put out there because these kids are listening and they're watching and their, their, their attention to, I guess, everything, everything in their life is hyper- just, I don't even know the word right now. 
they are growing up way faster than we ever did. We had a chance to watch Stone Cold and just chill and not worry about bullies or what we posted or selfies or our self-image or any of these crazy things. And it's developing, you know, mental. I think it's hard for them to develop as far as like how to process things as an adult because they're living through, you know, social media. Social media is the only place where you can um, act in a in a way of perfection. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a lot of kids are getting onto these social media sites uncomfortable in yep. their own skin. Yes. And they don't have the self-esteem to take on the heat yes. that someone on the other side of the world is going through. Mm-hmm. But they're still not. But they're able to display perfection on social media. Yes. So you got both of those clashing. It's really, it's, and like I said, through the girls we've worked with, I've witnessed it. Like, you know, one of my girls in L.A., she came into the interview, and it's just me and Tiff. And like I said, I talk to everybody. Like, I'll talk to anybody. Like, I don't care what you got going on because I'm not no better than anybody else. So I'm, I'm a people person. I'm pretty good with people, I think. Yeah. And uh, this little girl comes in with me and Tiff, and Tiff is a cute Beautiful, purpled-haired little... I call her a unicorn because she's got purple hair. <laughs> she's so so loving, um, and you can feel it when you meet yeah. her. And I feel like I'm kind of that bubble, too, like, you know, this, that, and the third. And I had this little girl come in, and her hoodie's on, and her shoulders are shrunken down, and she's just, like, in a book. She's got a book, and I'm like, I can't see what book it is. So I'm like, okay, we got to let her... She needs to relax a yeah. little bit. Like, how am I going to tap into this... Um, and we asked the girls. All the girls get their own DJ name, so we kind of let them have their own little alter. I said, look, you can be shy at school. You can be scared. You can be whatever it is, but when you're with Miss Whitney, Miss Tiffany, Miss Stitches, you know, you be whoever it is that that DJ name is, and you can say and do. Mo- <laughs> Don't be doing no cussing now, but you can say and do whatever it is, you know, that you want. You're in a f- safe place. You're comfortable here. And so we asked her what her DJ name would be, and she had referenced something that was Harry Potter. I don't remember, but I was like, "Ooh, I know, I know one thing about Harry Potter." I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm Team Hufflepuff." I said, and then her, she got all, she like perked up, to. and her shoulders yeah. kept back, and she took her hoodie off, and she started talking and talking. I said, "What just happened?" I said, "Okay, cool," and literally. <laughs> It was the craziest thing because in three weeks, which is only nine days of being around us, she was, we have a closeout ceremony where the girls display the beats that they made and they're, you know, DJing for their family and friends and they're with their girls and they're dancing. They just, it's like a little like party for them. Um, She was the main one. She had her, everybody get your hands in the air. Shout out to my moms. Like she was like the, like, and even my, my brother had mentioned and I was like, I took note of that. He was like, that one's a star. Like, wow, what is that? And her mom wrote the most, like, I saved it because it, like, messed me up. Um, mom sent us a message that was just, like, she's been de- battling depression. She, I've never seen this. You've saved my daughter's life. Thank you so much. She's, she doesn't have anybody around. She doesn't have people, cl- you know, and she gave this speech to um, baby girl was just like I don't have much family and now I have like a whole family it's like literally yeah. I have I need more money because I have like 700 girls now I have like six, 64 daughters 10 in Atlanta I got 10 in New York now I got like 67 in LA you know I got about 15 in Florida you know what I mean so like it's it's cool and I, I really feel like anybody who's listening 
just listen to these kids. Don't sit there and say the whole, because we were the kids once. Like, I remember being comfortable with my body. I remember being comfortable being who I was. I was, you know, you're you're crazy. I hate it when people called me crazy. I'm like, wow, I can't just be happy? Like, what the heck is wrong with y'all, you know? So um, it's, it's a lot more than just teaching them a skill for me. It's mentorship. It's a mentorship. Yeah. They they reach out. One of my boos is in, you know, she just got accepted to Clive Davis's School of Music at NYU. I nice. can't, sir, I can't even get into NYU. I'm going to be 1,000 with y'all. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's just like they're doing amazing things, and and we're we're helping. It's it's really cool. And, and Tiff, man, Tiff ain't here. She getting all the shout-outs. Tiff also said one more thing to me that made so much sense. And, like, I remember um, – and she referenced it, and it's in Vegas that happened. And shout out to anybody that's listening that was affected by this because it's a tragedy, and it's just crazy. That shooting yeah. that happened here. Um, My son was born on that day. Goodness. Oh. Well, see, look, there, there's always, there's bad always, but there's always good. So let's we just got to think about it a different way. Um, but basically, Tiffany had broke it down like this because I said, how am I even going to help? I can't teach them nothing. I don't teach, like, yeah. I'm just being me. I just pull up and I, you know, I, I, I don't know what I'm supposed to teach them. And she said, wait, think about it like this. Remember that shooting in Vegas? One person, one person affected all of those lives from his mo- own mama, his, you know what I'm saying, to right. every person that was affected from the people that had to come through, ambulances and all that. Think about how many people's day was completely ruined or life was ruined or ended that by that one person. She said it, it, it's the exact same way with happiness and love. And that, that to me was like, dang, that is crazy. That is like the dopest thing to me. And I think that people need to realize that we do have a lot more power and, and be more conscious of what it is that we are trying to portray. And, and if you want to help, cool. If you don't, stay the hell out of everybody else's way. You know? I commend both of you, you know, um, using your skills to empower others, yeah. especially, the, you know, the young, the young ladies out here. Um, what is it like uh, navigating? in a profession that's so male-dominant as two young, beautiful women. You want to go, Stitches? Go ahead. Happy. I've been long with her. I'm going to get a little <laughs> sip over here. Uh, no, it's cool. And I, and I definitely want to um, clarify with being a part of GMB is just, it, it's just, it's been a blessing because when I met Tiffany, she, she, really put in the boots and the groundwork with her sister and coming on board. I don't even remember how I met tiffany to be honest and we just connected and it it went on from there and just building and helping any way that i can um but working in the industry even on a musical end and community and it's it's a blessing and a curse because people see you and they expect you to be a certain way especially as an as an artist they think that you're supposed to be like this because that's what they're used to you know what i mean but when you come in um on an angle of like no i'm a, i'm about business i want i want to do business because right. once you i've learned once you cross that line right. it's like you can't come back from it it's like you're not gonna come back so don't even cross it don't do it so it's kind of like a blessing in a curse and i know you mentioned this before too where it's like i like proving people wrong because people see you and it's like, oh, they really don't expect you to do much. So when you come up, you show in, show up and show out. Oh, it's like your name in the <laughs> books, baby. So what you want? What, what, you, what, what are we going to do? And to be able to instill that and not even so much say it, but for the girls to see it. 
and they're inspired by what you show. I think that's an even bigger blessing. You're not really clamping it down with ver with words, but they're actually seeing you move in a certain way that's not contradicting what you're saying. You know what I mean? If that does that make sense at all? Mm -hmm. So to to be able to walk in a way and and to carry yourself in a way and to to do the work respectably and for the girls to see that and to really appreciate and learn from that I think is amazing so it it hasn't been easy but it's not impossible to maneuver through because I've had men sadly I've had women in around who didn't want to see me win mm, that's, you know what I mean? that's and that's unfortunate that. and I've had I've been blessed with men in higher positions who just really want me to win and they help. Mm -hmm. So well, and that's that's what I was gonna I was gonna hop on. What you were saying is honestly, I probably have dealt with more women hating on me in my own career than men, and I think that's a miscon. You know, because there's more males in the profession, people just men aren't letting women in, and it's no, not the case at all. There are a ton of women that are running things. You know, cover of Billboard magazine was three actual black women who are running things in music. So it's like we are doing things, but. I will say that I feel if we stopped hating on each other as women, we would all be a lot more further along because there is enough that that competition. And it listen to me, we can go, I don't know what y'all wanted to talk about today, but we can flippity-dippity all the way to it stems from the way that we are taught to compete over men. Same way money and jobs and all that. It's the same way that young women are groomed to, you can't talk to my man. And, 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 and that's exact same feeling I feel when it comes to um, being in a corporate setting sometimes because, oh, only one person. Oh, girl, I'm mm -hmm. only doing this for like two years. You can take this right. job next. Like, yeah. I'm and okay. And it's shifting. It's, it's, there's more sisterly love now, I must yes, say. Yes, definitely it, It's a sh complete shift because it's women's time now. No yeah. disrespect. Like, we love the guys. We love you guys. Love you guys. But it's like our time. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> 2018 is the year of the. <laughs> right. I'm all for it, uh, you know. But we need you guys. Exactly. A, we love you. I'm more of a relationship type of person. Yeah. So I don't, I'm uh I'm googling flippity dippity because I never heard that. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> is that what you? That's said? in my. Yeah, I'm, I'm you said flippity. Yeah, that's my. It's in my dictionary. Yeah, nice. You know, witchinary or something. I'm more Wits. of a relationship type of person, so I've kind of veered away from like the men versus women. Gotcha. Yeah. You know what I mean? A lot of people get stuck in that. Very yes. much. In that uh persona so to speak mm -hmm. and it becomes like concrete yeah like now it's always a competition right you know, versus man versus woman yeah um just not work trying. i'm not doing it. work i don't want to compete at, with anybody i'm not and i'm not going to that's the thing is there's a need there's wants and there's needs my dad look pops shout out to pop Tabor. um this is one of his gems there's needs and there's wants i don't want to compete at all and I don't need to compete like I'm not going to do it so when people come to me and they want to try to I'm like here I'll roll out the carpet for you sis like I do not need to compete with you because whatever is supposed to be for me is going to be and it is what it is like like I said even with my position you know starting at record plan I was actually an intern or you know paid you know client service for seven years eight years I got skipped over many times people that 10 years younger than me, uncle's brother's cousin, runs the whoop-de-whoop. -whoop. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Right. I, I, I was mad for a second, and then I realized, actually, no, this is perfect. Because if I, if I took that position then, I would have, with the ownership that we had at the time, I would have been like, and I'm out. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? So everything comes when it comes, and there's no time limit on success. Like, everybody listening to me, 
I don't care. You could be a 47-year-old rapper, bruh. Me, well, hold on. You might have a message. You might have a message. This might not be your best life. You might be living a mediocre <laughs> life right here, but... Uh, but I'm saying, you know what I mean? Like, if it is what you want, it makes you happy. Follow your happiness over money. That's what I did. Absolutely. It was hard. Nobody said it's not hard. Like We get it confused. You know, money is the reward. It should never be the motive. So, mm -hmm. That's, That's it. Um, so Gosh. if somebody um, comes to you guys and, and asks you, say the girls are us. Yeah. Like, um, the grind. Um, where did you guys feel was your like quote unquote uh big break starting in the industry from where you are right now um you want to go yeah yeah i'm hopping um well i feel like my journey into music in the entertainment field was crazy like not it was like is this really real life like what, what's going on um my first job in music i was really going through a rough time in my life. Um, on a, I mean, I was going through a divorce. I moved cities. I didn't have any of my belongings. I there was a lot going on, um, and I just wanted to be happy. And I figured, hey, I guess I'm not supposed to be a 24 year old housewife. No shade to any of them out here, but um, <laughs> so I told a friend I want to move to Miami or LA because I feel like that's where people have fun. And she was like, okay, well, I'm going to ask somebody, you know, if anybody's hiring. I'm like, no, don't help me. I'm fine. I'll do this by myself. <laughs> Stupid. She was like, oh, okay, dumbass. And she went and did it anyway. Yeah. Um, I then got thrown into the pot um, for the job that I actually first took, which was I was the executive assistant for Rihanna's creative director. So when Rihanna had red hair, only girl in the world and all that yeah. time zone. Um, I was the one coordinating everything, magazine covers, um, book launches and video shoots nice. and tours and all just like a ton. Of, like, And it was the craziest time of my life. It was probably the hardest time of my life, but it was the biggest break that I had ever gotten. Um, I moved, let's see, uh, interviewed over five people, got the position, uh, flew to South Carolina, packed my Jetta with as much as I could, uh, left a lot of things behind, uh, drove across the country in three days and started working for Rihanna the next morning. Um, stepped, that was the first time I ever stepped foot in LA, never been there, didn't go visit, didn't do any of that. What state was your housewife life in? South Carolina. Yep. Ooh. Yeah, it was a little rough. No shame to South Carolina. <laughs> Where they do that? Lives in South Carolina. Y'all beautiful down there, but yeah, it wasn't not my speed. But uh, yeah, I moved. You know, I never even been to LA. Met. I moved in with a girl that I never even met, um, and wow. took a job I never even heard of. I had no idea. I said, I still am like, wait, what's her, what? What is that title? That's a lot. Yeah, I did it, though. I don't know how I did it. I can't tell you. Maybe. Just do it. Like, that's what I tell the girls. Listen, some, there's you don't have to have a plan all the time. And the second that I real and indoctrinated that into my life on all things, Stitches know, they're, they're dying. I got them running around Vegas last night, like, we're going to go here, then we're going to do this, then we're going to do this. And they're like, well, what are we? What time are we meeting, and what are we doing? And I'm like, I don't know. They're like, what? What? I'm like, let's walk. Let's just figure it out. Let's walk. Just do 
Like I said, we're going to waste a lot of time thinking about it and planning it. And then when it doesn't happen the way you plan, because that's about 97% of the time, right. you're going to be now upset and now your mood is shot. Like, eh, that's too much. That's too much. Just do what makes you happy every second of the day, but also don't be so reckless that you don't have a plan. That's that's it for me. Okay. Um, I think my journey is, is still going, but even looking back, it's like, I got to give credit to God. Like mm -hmm. he placed, it's, it's three, I think it's four P's that I always remembered. It's patience, patience, on dit en français, patience, patience. Can we please start like a, how many voices Stitches has during the podcast? I'm I think hold on, hold on. Come on, fam. <laughs> Hold up. But that's what they used to say. My dad always used to say, I have no finesse and I'm, ne I'm not patient. I'm, I was always yeah. like, go, go, go. <laughs> but my mom always used to tell me, patience, like, you have to have patience. Patience, purpose, and faith is another thing that I always had to encounter. And my journey, I think it, it's still continuing, but it's starting. It was always music. Since I was eight years old, it was like music for me. I was going to be the first entertainment lawyer congresswoman rapper to come out and nobody gonna touch me like yeah. i'm gonna be that only one and gonna change the world and the community and that's what god built me for so my and even when you said that if i would have got signed there were you know approaches and and things that came up but if i would have gotten signed at 13 there's no way man i would have had the same mindset and the same movement in what I have and the knowledge that I gained mm. now on a business end. Yeah. So even from working in community on the ground, like learning, being at the quote unquote at the top is cool, but the higher up that I would go into different organizations on, a, on that level, I realized like, dang, everybody don't really care when you get that far. So grassroots for me, it's good to be at on that level because you're in the decision-making process mm -hmm. and you understand and see what's going on but you don't touch the people you see people are disconnected mm. it's like it's the grassroots that's moving the movement you yeah, have yeah. no movement if you have no foot okay. you understand what I'm saying you have no feet you have no movement so for me I learned like okay I'm more with the ground I'm more with the people and and that's really where my heart lies so my music had to coincide with that I can't be in an organization with the NAACP and I'm leading as the chapter president or the state conference president and I'm sitting here talking reckless in my music. That doesn't make sense. And it's and for me it was consistency. So I say it's God because it maybe wasn't the exact plan hmm. as far as getting signed at that time. But when I was in school, it's like radio. I heard somebody on the radio and I was like, Papa Keith, big up to my brother there. <laughs> and I heard him and I say Man, I want to. I want to be on the radio. Like, yeah, I just yeah, want to do that. I want to yes. do that. So I was in college, and this is a, a point where when it's for you, it's for you. Yep. Period. Yeah. It's crazy. And I interned. I was a junior in, in college, and at that time, you had to be a senior in order to get the internship. So I go up to my professor. I say, "Teach, Doctor Ruiz." I say, "Doctor Ruiz, like, I just need this internship. Just write me this letter. I don't care about no credit. Just okay. write me this letter." Damn. So she said, "Okay." I said, "I just need my foot in the door." So she writes me the letter, and another point that we try to teach the girls too, like, you can't change people, but you can Oof. control yourself. That's it. The person that interviewed me was so nasty. Uh, you know how people just nasty yeah, for, no for no reason. And he was just mean and nasty, and I was like, yes, sir, sure, no problem. 
whatever you need, no problem. <laughs> and that same night, he's like, well, hey, you want to intern with Papa Keith? And he was across the hall. And I was like, sure. That same day, Dope. like we're having a conversation, candid conversation. When the red light goes on, you talk. Red light goes on, we talk. I'm an intern, first day out. We're on the air. And I start talking with him, talking, 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 talking. And he put me on from that day forth. I was his intern who had their own I was talking like this, like, yes, Papa Keith, you don't know what I'm saying. Like, I have my own peaches, things, one dead chair. Hey. And unfortunately, somebody new came, and it was a woman, you yeah. know, and she heard, and she took me off. But talk about networking and keeping in contact. There we go. Once I graduated, I kept in contact and learned the different um, jobs within the building. And they called me and said, hey, you know, this may not be what you want, but I majored in political mm. science, so that was my heart. Right. you know politics music and all that stuff so they said get in work your way up and you'll be good i started doing news traffic my name was becky i was doing traffic like this i had to change my name because my name was too ethnic so i was telling traffic like this oh so that's what i did and then i ended up doing <laughs> yes true story i ain't lying to me they said my name was too ethnic so i had to change it so when you get, you know, do as the Romans do. I didn't lose myself in it. No. You understand what I'm saying? No. I didn't lose it. But I worked through the traffic, and then I ended up doing promotions, like carrying the tents and talk about the grind work. Oof, girl. I put in the work, boo. My back hurt. This is where I say patience, purpose, and faith. No lie. I invested maybe like two or so years in that position back and forth. I was literally waking up five o'clock in the morning, having to put up tents, being on the microphone, hosting, and still performing at night mm. and hosting shows. So within that time frame, 4 a.m., I was working on my air checks, literally working with every single person in the building, trying to just learn. Right. And I was in the building for like two summer years. Somebody comes into the building, and I'd never seen him before. It was a brother, and I'm like, my spirit just say, talk to that man. You don't know him. So I go back. I say, sir, how you doing, sir? Never met you. I said, my name's Stitches. And he's like, oh, I need to talk to you. What? Come through. Say what? Okay. This man says, yeah, I want to hear your air check. I tell him what I want to do. I, I need to hear from you. He hears it and says, you're what we need. Do you know who he ended up being? Who? Can I tell you? Oh, my gosh. I'm Congregation, so can I tell you? I'm so excited. You want to hear? <laughs> yeah. Senior Vice President for Urban Radio. <laughs> Listen. Come through. Come on. What you want to live? Like, when it's your time, it's, it's your time. And you were prepared. Like, that's the P. That is prepared one of your P's? P's. Preparation. Because, okay. My, Sets it up. My dad, I have P's, too. That's so funny that you have yours. Because mm -hmm. mine, my dad, Pops, man, he come, <laughs> jewels. Come through, Daddy. It's a seven P's. Prior proper planning prevents piss poor performance. Nice. That's Pops. And uh, you were prepared for that air check, but then also egos, man. Listen, people's egos, people feeling that they're doing the most and they're this and the third, like that'll end you before you even start. Mm -hmm. That'll end you before you start. Um, and I wasn't, I, I wasn't supposed to, quote unquote, because I, at that time, it's like you had people who had 10 years vested in it mm -hmm. and or so on. And that position was supposed to go to somebody else. Angie Martinez, bless her, so I love her to death. I ended up taking over her midday shift. They presented me with that. Amazing book, so it, by the way. It's, yes, Angie. Come, and just a genuine good person, man. So it's like when it's your time, dude, it's your time. It doesn't yeah. matter what it is. When it's for you. It's for you. So don't Absolutely. waste don't your time dwell. trying to move mm. somebody else from their spot mm. when you're missing out on your spot. Yeah. 
So if, it's, it's, you, I'm still growing to answer that. There it is. Question. We, we still growing. Still growing. Still there growing. it is. That's dope. So, okay. So both of you guys are in the music. I keep, I didn't hear music about four or five. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm not promising we won't argue. Oh, yes. Okay, so what are you guys listening to right now? Hmm. Instrumentals. I'm not gonna lie. Like I love just the sound of music because I'm Caribbean, so I listen to compa by consa for my Aisian Lula. But I listen to everything. Say what? Can't, everything. Uh, My souls understood what I said. Who are we? I said I we. I'm like well, Google Translate. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't just me then. It wasn't just me. Nah, nah, nah. Cool. Well, I but I think on our stitch on our stitchometer, I think we're on like stitchometer. Yeah, I just made it up. I feel good about it. Um, we got like seven new voices. We got like seven voices. I'm not today. gonna judge. I'm just gonna take. I like it. No, it's great. I'm lo- versatility. What am I listening to? Um. Oh, gosh. I love YG. She does. YG, shout out to the West Coast. <coughs> LA is nothing. Okay, I know, I know, I know. Club, child, okay. music. I'm hella, but I'm hella eclectic. People on my Instagram know. <laughs> Look oh, at you. Oh, Don't I, you do I, it. Oh, 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 oh. That is. Hey, to the new one yet. I, I haven't. I have, well, I haven't listened. Listen, I haven't listened to the whole album. I just like that first single. Big Bang. Big Bang. Like, when he, that first. I like Big Bang. Before the beat even comes, I feel like. My bitch drive an all-white range. I'm like, yeah, I don't. <laughs> but I want to. I'm gonna. Like, that. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I miss... Uh, that's... Vibes. That. Um, summertime, I like... Like I said, a lot of Caribbean music. Um, Tory Lanez is a vibe for me. I fucks with Tory. Um, Wizkid, South Africa. I don't know if His you album, uh, was it last year? Yeah, oh, very he, nice. yeah, yeah, so um, uh, that's kind of what's going on right now. Uh, female-wise, let me think, who am I listening to female-wise? Um, SZA has a dope sound. Yeah, because she's from here, from L.A. here, from L.A., so I feel like we played her all the way out, so I'm kind of like, all right, you sis, you need to put out something new. The um, vocal cords, though. That's like, how we feel about Big Bang. Right now. Oh yeah, well yeah. Don't get it twisted. It is on every two minutes, every radio station, yeah, every, every two radio minutes. Station. But it's still every time it comes on, my like, wait a minute. <laughs> I just heard this like three minutes ago, and then you know. But um, who was it? <laughs> Dang. Um, there's somebody right now. Oh, Khalid, yo. Oh, he's dope. Khalid, yeah. Khalid is lit. Shout out to yeah, he Dennis. He, he cannot miss. Uh, one of my engineers. <laughs> Is his engineer now, so I'm pretty excited. He just left Record Plant. It's kind of how the my my I have like kids and I have no kids. I have all my sons are at the studio and I have all my girls at Girls (laughs) Girls Make Beats. So I'm like, cool. (laughs) Yeah, I'm a mother of fifty (laughs) seven thousand. But yeah, Dennis uh, is one of our guys and he's actually Khalid's new full time engineer, like traveling the world and all that. So he recorded all of that. So every time I hear Khalid, I'm like. Like it's your baby. It's my kid. It's my kid. Yeah. But um yeah. No, that's kinda I think those are my my you know what? Can I okay. We can start this argument because I feel like this is gonna create it. Post Malone. How do we feel about post Malone? Because yeah, I was say it, say it. come on. Alan po- Let me be honest. Okay. Po- to me, post Malone, his sound is very he has a melodic sound and i think he's doing his own beer like his own festival like post fest something like that so, no, I don't think but he has as far as musically 
he has a sound that can carry on different genres. I'm speaking radio now. He could be on top 40. He could be on urban. He has a sound that can just carry, whether yeah. it's authentic for the culture. You know, that's a, di- that's that's a different issue. topic. That's authenticity. But his sound, though. Oh, okay. No, I'm with you. But his but, uh, sound carries. Yeah. Oh, that who's is... gonna do country? Who's gonna do I country? Believe, I think. And I believe. So I believe that. Yeah, yeah. She can a can a can a uh, an artist that look like us in this room do that. Yeah, I'll, I'll do it right now. With social media today, probably. I'll do it for sure. With the ease that he does it. With social media today, yeah. I. You know why I say that? Say because it. social media now has opened the floodgates for for anything. Because if if the the kids are listening to it, and it may be funny, and it may be jacked up or quirky or like, what is this? But if they're watching it and they're listening to it, yeah, it could work. It could work. Maybe not as, I can't even say as fast, fast because it, it's just right. different, man. So he can say, don't listen to hip-hop, and then do country and well, you know, dive into rock. Because people will listen to, to it. Hip-hop. People will listen to it. Doesn't make it right. Nah, but people will listen to it. But that, who does the reality? But who defines what is right? If you feel it, you feel it, bruh. That's it. <laughs> you need that's to be peace. Man. <laughs> like a little, a little flower on your head. Yes, come on, come on. Hey, that's the song that got me on. I was like, wait a minute. I was like. Okay, this is kind of a vibe. He has a melodic mm. sound mm. that mm. carries. Yeah. And then, and I like the fact that he straight up said, "Like, don't put me in boxes." Like, I feel like I that's feel like. that's what he wanted to do. He was like, "I don't want to be classified as a rapper," yeah. and let him do him after being classified as a rapper. Yeah, I mean, get being coming a rapper was how you got put on, but you can say, "Yeah, I used to be," but I'm also let people grow. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm like cool. If you want to be a country singer now with your face tats, that whatever. So, like I don't know. So you were in favor of the Snoop Dogg gospel album? Yeah, Snoop, Snoop. Well, I didn't listen to it. Let's like I don't know. Hold on. <laughs> I think if I think you can be a gangster and be gospel. Yeah, do Love your the thing. Lord. Oh, so I mean I don't. I'm like I said. I'm a very much a big fan of people doing exactly what it is that they want to do whenever they want to do it, as long as they're not hurting anybody or doing anything else. I think it's cool. I really feel like it's cool because me. I listen to country music, then I'll turn around and listen to some Spanish shit that I have no idea what they're saying, but it's a vibe. Then I'll turn around and listen to YG, maybe I'll pop in Snoop's gospel album, whatever, man. Like, however I'm feeling, as long as it makes you feel good, do that, because there's not enough of that in the world, man. I I think the argument, though, if I'm not mistaken, was that people were kind of like, on the fence of your appropriating the culture. Is that right or no? And right, I think, Post Malone? Yeah. It's a, it's a little bit yeah, of I'm, I'm, I'm So, okay. Ooh, here we go. Y'all ready for the fight? Because here's the real, the main event. Mm-hmm. I'm biracial. I don't know what everybody else's ethnic background is mm-hmm. in here, but I'm black and I'm white and I'm a little splash of Native American. One of the greatest leaders is biracial. See? Come on. So, for me, the whole, like, us getting mad at, oh, they're stealing our music. Oh, was that it? Am I correct in that? Was that the argument? I mean, I don't know, but it is now. Listen, <laughs> look, it's the argument now. I'm going to bring it up. I don't think, and this is something that I guess I've dealt with being the you're not black enough and you're not white enough my entire life. Or Spanish girl, what? What the hell? I'm not even Spanish. Like, I've had this my, this is every single day. But it's <laughs> still going on. <laughs> but for me, as I, what annoys me of my black people 
is we get so stuck on they stole that from us they stole that from us they stole that from us that i look at things like that as okay y'all can try kim kardashian yes go ahead and try to wear cornrows bitch but you're gonna not ever look as good as me because it belongs to us does it make sense it kind of for my for me it's almost like um i'm flattered this bitch, oh, I walked down the street and now she wants cornrows? <laughs> bitch is looking good. Go ahead, sis. You're, I, I want the world to look more black. I want the world to be more like us because we're lit. Like, I think it comes from the bigger the bigger picture where um, statistically, money all is, the statistics, uh, I feel like um, a lot of us have the idea that we will never lead in anything. As far as uh, uh, economically, got it. Um, things like that. Okay. Um, but I think the problem is, I don't think we'll ever have a seat at the table either. Uh, Pero, listen, um, I hear that, but I think now we're in the age of yeah. forget your table. We're creating our own yeah, table. Yeah, I got a big. We're ass building table. our table. Yeah, but Absolutely. see, but that, you that's, can go back. You can say that. Every time we did build some of our own, it either got bombed or it got yeah. See, but what, destroyed. And that's the sad part because the narrative, they're not telling the stories where it did work. Exactly. It worked. Right. They, on, they bombed it yeah. because they bombed it because it worked. But we don't tell the story. We always stop at the story where they bombed it. They don't tell the story before the bombing. I hear you. The yeah. bombing, you had Black Wall Street. Come on. Absolutely. You had, Ro- you had Rosewood, a town full of black people that were working how it was, how it was intended to be. Mm. Like people helping each other, helping your neighbor. That was, the, that was the basics. And somebody who didn't do it, you were out of order. Yeah. You looked crazy because you were not in order. And the order was helping your sister, helping your brother. But when certain things, when that was seen and, and we were prospering, that's when it was destroyed. But mm-hmm. we never seemed to tell that now we are. Because people are being more knowledgeable. You could yeah. call it woke, but I think our people are, are just understanding, nah, we're, we were not just slaves. Yeah. The story does Absolutely. not start at slavery. <laughs> nah. Wakanda forever. Oh, cr- you know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, and I, I think, too, it's, it's just crazy. I don't like sitting in the woe is me. I, that's one thing. Like, a ton of horrible things have happened to me in my life. Yeah. Just like all of us. Absolutely. Just like everybody. Just like history, right? So for me... I don't understand why stopping and thinking about all of the bad things makes sense when I have the power to change that. Like, I can change my hair tomorrow and I'll be blonde. What What is the difference between that and actually just winning to get, like, Atlanta to me? Have you guys been to Atlanta recently? Like, Atlanta to me is the mecca of black people and we need in this country and it needs to be protected and guarded with our lives. Do you understand that everybody out there is thriving? They don't cutthroat they're not fighting each other it's literally like all these multi-millionaire african-american entrepreneur business like it's literally like 80 percent black like it's i i've had the experience to finally go down there i have a ton of friends out there they've been threatening come down why ain't you i was like if i don't have a reason i ain't gonna waste my time you know and i i went for girls make beats atlanta and was like what is this? These look, I'm seeing all of these successful, amazing, beautiful, brilliant, you know, black people who understand that. Nah, I'm not going to let. Why would you ever allow somebody? Why would you ever allow somebody to just come up and take what you know you deserve? Ever, Absolutely, I hate you. ever, 
Right. Like, and I guess that's, it's a mindset. I think as, as black people, we have been conditioned to think that we are not worthy of certain things. So, for instance, we won't go into that restaurant because, oh, that's for the white people. What the fuck are you saying? Well, you sound so crazy. It's, it, it's been so, um, that mindset has been so long. I yeah. believe it's in our bloodline. No, no, no. But see, our, but no, but that. It's our reality. It's not right. true, but it might be our reality. So, okay. As far as the bloodline thing goes, too. Yeah, I'm gonna have to like say nah, cause here's it. Here's the thing: is you're you have a mind, right, of your own. So your teacher could say, you know, one plus two is six, and you're gonna be. Are you gonna believe that shit? No, you're not, because you know that it equals three. So why would I ever let somebody tell me how to think or how to feel? Like I don't feel. I'll walk into the damn White House right now and be like, the fuck is my room at? You know what I mean? You said one plus two, right? What? That's is that what I said? I, I, I thought yeah. you said one plus one before I'm confused. Right? I didn't say two. I said two. <laughs> I didn't want to say okay, two. Sorry, I, I said one plus two. I was stuck. Okay, I didn't hear like, that. I mean, math is not my strong point, y'all. I just, so yeah, I just stuck more than math. If it is, edit that part out. Look, it's yeah, irrelevant that, for the purpose. Look at that. That pretty girl, that light skin girl's cute now, but she a little slow, y'all. Yeah, but, you know, I just say, you know, economically, we want to see that at the table. Yeah. And I think a lot of us um we do hold on to yeah. what's all been done gotta it's cleanse like a, it it's like a um a victim of domestic violence Ugh. like it's hard to break out of yes. that shell recondition you know, and the majority of the time although it may not be true mm -hmm. our experiences dictate our reality yeah Ooh. and a lot of people okay. may not be able to see past all that so that's now at this point in time just give us seat at the table. See, don't ask for that seat. Take the seat. Like, I mean, I, I get what you're saying as far as like the mentality and the way that yeah. we have been treated. But my thing is just like you can learn how to play basketball, right? You can learn to recondition your mind. I've gone through a lot of traumatic things and worked like tirelessly yeah. mentally to think about myself, like, I, like crazy things that were just, I'm, um, I have big boobs, y'all. I don't know if y'all follow me. I don't know if y'all can y'all can't see, but I'll be clapping. But look at they <laughs> the people in the building can see and so can everybody else in the world. Um but, <laughs> see there, there it is. I hear you, I hear you. So so since I was born, not, well, I didn't have them this big when I was born, but you get what I'm saying? Since I became, like, a young woman, I was always uncomfortable because of the way other people reacted to my body. It took me I'm 31. It took me that many years to be comfortable with my body and say, okay, I know it's 170 fucking thousand degrees or however hot it is. Yeah. Uh, you know, I used to wear T-shirts and hoodies and all those things because everybody else was uncomfortable with my body to the point where it pushed on to me. So I get what you're saying as far as, oh, okay, you know, we've been tr t treated this way, so that's why we think this way. But it took me years of learning to be like, you know what? No, I shouldn't be feeling uncomfortable wherever I am because everybody else is trying yeah. to do that. Does that does that make sense? Yeah. I always yeah. have the weirdest. Um, no, 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 in no, it, no, but it's perfect. I get you. I, I mean, like I said, I get where you're coming from. You know what I mean? But it's like um, the destruction hasn't stopped for us. It's to not going to. To have the time to, like, to heal. To have the time no. to heal and be like, and okay, the, let's listen, build our own. But, he, but here's the sad stop, part. It's not. But that's the thing. For some of us, there there's not even 
an inclination that healing needs to happen. Yes. That's the hard part. Yes. When you don't, the domestic violence is a perfect example, brother, yes. because when some, when somebody who is being, because I, I know a lot of people, we work with a lot of domestic violence um, victims and survivors, and that's one of the main things. It's like when you're in it, you're being abused, you don't even know that you're being abused until you're out of it. So it's like, how can you know to heal when you don't even know you've been gashed? When somebody even yeah. cut you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Exactly. But I, like I said, it, it's, it's really up to us to kind of yeah. lean back. And, what, and it sounds like what all of us are doing is try to lean back even to the younger generation yes. and to the ones that are, are after us, before us rather, yep. and really trying to, trying to teach and teach ourselves. Yes. Because the information now I think is, is out there, and it's just not the same thought process, I don't think. Mm -hmm. because when, and this is something in account that we have to think about. When you have a child who's in a home who has a parent and may have one parent, or two parents, and both of those parents, or one of those parents is at work. So you're talking about economics, and the housing isn't there. They don't have the proper housing. So you talk about, you have to worry about what you're gonna eat. You have to worry about where you're gonna sleep. And then you gotta worry about school, how you gotta educate yourself. It's like, where is the room to grow and to be exposed mm -hmm. to anything different? You know what I mean? So it, it's, I think we're in that process now to where our kids, and, and people might laugh, but, Black Panther did a lot. Mm -hmm. That movie no, that showed a lot of our kids like, I'm a superhero. Yes. I didn't come just on a slave ship. In, in, in fairness. No, no, no for no, real. No, hey, hey, I'm hey, talking hey, about hey, on the globe. Hey, I'm, I'm saying hey, in fairness. Hey, haters in fairness. Yeah, yeah. In fairness. I'm global level. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, global level now. I'm talking about entertainment. In fairness, the yeah, yeah. imagery was amazing. Mm -hmm. Okay. Ain't no the, kid around here want to be Black Panther, though. He was getting washed off. No, I get what you mean, but I mean the whole, oh, he, the totality was. of the movie. You had different facets of black people. But he was, oh, yeah, the yeah. imagery. That's what I mean. Yeah. That's what, I'm not saying Black Panther like himself. Black, he got a little, because he got people, I was surprised by the reaction. But then also, also, when you bring up Black Panther, I see. And the women. When you, when you, compare, Ooh, that, that when was, you compare that to um, the black community, mm -hmm. it's hard for us to all get on the same page where we can do damage. Because we are all living in different realities. Right. But when we find the commonality, the commonality in that was Wakanda. He wanted to go back to Wakanda. Maybe they had different means. The yeah. people was the essence. Yeah. For Absolutely. Black Panther, if you remember, it was the people. For Killmonger, it was the people. Right. They had different ways of getting to the people. Oh. You know, he wanted to bring the guns to the people, you know. Yeah. Black Same Panther goal, was like, they, they, it was different past, but the commonality was the people. Absolutely. So if we can come to an agreement of like, dude, this is for the betterment of our people. Yeah. Like, let's move forward because it's happened before. So it's not impossible. Well, and my thing, too, like, I mean, like you said, Black Wall Street, like those people didn't sit here and wait for somebody to give Absolutely. them a seat. They so so for me, here's what it is. Just like and I'm br always bring it back to what my girls is. I'm trying to teach them that they are worthy of finding these jobs and t getting these creating jobs them. and creating these jobs for themselves. So like I told I told the girls yesterday, I said. I'm creating Girls Make Beats on all these cities. So then when you guys graduate and you want to do, you know, music in any entity, guess what? You have an entire network of women in various different areas because they're all not going to be engineers. They're not all going to be DJs. Some of them are going to be, you know, studio managers. Some of them are going to be, teachers. you know, teachers, yeah. things like that. So 
it's literally about oh hello i'm getting a little crazy it's about you know pipeline teaching creating you had you said you had a son right your or is it a son did you have a son shout out to son what's his name <laughs> tahir tahir shout out to tahir um but all you have to do listen listen just like i said earlier when one person can cause all kinds of drama you can teach tahir that this is how we think just because the rest of the world, and you're going to see, you can't hide the fact that that is how the world looks at black people or treats black people. But you can give them the knowledge to let them know that that is not the end-all, be-all, and this is how we think. Yeah. And guess what? He's going to go talk to his homeboy, who may not have his daddy around or whatever it is, and say, nah, bruh, my pop said this. Oh, that makes sense. And then we create all of these strong-minded Men, who cares if they can uh, got a nice jump shot or can knock a nigga out? Like, like make sure that their minds are sharp, because then that will spread. Like, literally, word of mouth is the craziest, but it's what are we giving them to spread to each other? Yeah. Like, oh, yo, the new mixtape, nah. Like, oh, Madden 19 came out. Like, let's stop talking about that and start having these conversations at the dinner table with with our sons, with our daughters, and then then we don't have to ask nobody for nothing. I'm not asking nobody for shit. I'm gonna take it. And teach, your, teach. That's it. That's all we gotta do. Even if you're talking about Madden, how about creating a new Madden, creating a different game? Yesterday we met a brother oh, yeah. who creates. Um, he he actually created his own game system or or a game thing. So much of our kids are invested in playing these games and spending about fifty to a hundred. They want oh, the game. They want the oh, game. Yeah, like hustling to get the new game. Like how about taking that time? Like if and that's all about teaching. Mm. If you teach. Our kids, I heard a study that, I think it was in China, that the, kid, the, the parents teach the kids coding at three years old. Wow. Like, if, you're, if we're teaching that, and I'm not going to front, in Florida, there's a Black Girl Codes. They have it's a LA system. Too. We got, yeah. um, shout out to Felicia Hatcher. They create this program to where they're teaching these girls and, and boys alike how to code at a young age. And to, to implement that into the mind, it goes deeper than the coding. Well, you know what I mean? Yeah. So if we can start thinking bigger and broader like yes the game is cool but how about you create your own game well, like you use the apps how about you create your own apps well and it's like it's like this right Zoe, man so we talk about this all the time yeah we listen we as black people are the number one consumers Hair. of everything right but we get paid the least i don't know if that's inaccurate i'm just gonna make it up but i feel like we don't get paid that much you know and because of the way that i see the, our people living um why are we continuing to teach our children to be consumers when we can teach them like Sid just said to be creators Absolutely. like that's really what it is i'm teaching these girls how to create their own business right now you don't gotta have a boss if you're an engineer you are your own boss. Right. She can create her own income and ain't got to listen to nobody. Like, that's that's what it is. It's stop, stop teaching consumption and teach creation. Because guess what? Because if you ask any black person, I don't care where they are on the planet, ask somebody who creates all the dope shit in the world. In the world. I'm not even going to. And I hope somebody argues with me or talks shit in the blogs or whatever in the little chat room, whatever this is. Go ahead and please come for me. My shit is on Instagram at Miss Tabor, M-S-T-A-B-E-R. Black people create all of the vibe for everybody. Absolutely. On every, like, on every, like. But do we have the, the thing is, when we get into that, do we know the business so we can own it? See, we create and it. And patent it. We run it. We create and control the culture, it. We own the, co we own the culture, but we don't 
prosper in the culture. We don't profit, we don't profit from it because we, we sit profit. back and think that we don't we don't deserve it, and, and they though they're more superior. Nigga, fuck all that. I'm not letting somebody come in here and take over what I created. And that's crazy. That's that's insanity. Does that sound le- like logical? We can all agree, right? Like that doesn't even make sense. No, you know? we're not gonna be dumbfounded to the fact that there is a system built and in place for uh, for certain groups to not prosper. That that is what it is. But once we realize that, it's like okay, then there. What? That's what I'm saying. Then what? So, but it is important. I'm not going to disfunct that fact. That it is like, there. There are certain things in place. You have the prison, the pipeline, yes. school to prison pipeline system. Like, okay, there's certain things like by now, my G, we know. We get it. So, But if you, when you know, then what? It's not like we stop there. We have to find if it, this is the best analogy. Oh, come on, sis. It's like you have this, you have three doors. And the door that you keep banging into, banging into, and it's like, no, that's the door I was told. That's the person that's going to help me. That's the person that's going to get me through that other door. If after 50 or 30 or 100 times you're banging your head, you're bleeding, you're not going to continue going through that door. Go through the next door. Mm. You know what I mean? So I think that's the same idea. It's like after a while, if if it's not working, we got to find another route. Okay. But know that there is another route. And and yes, we can can all agree that there is a problem, but just letting the problem continue and not doing anything about it is stupid. My mm. dad is good. He so is safe. Before we get out of here. I know, because we could do this all day. I'm yeah. like, oh, snap. Okay, you know, both of you are very beautiful. Thank, Thank you. We can't be beautiful. Absolutely. <laughs> Look, she just want to okay, hear it again. Um, she want to <laughs> Whitney, you, you like thrive in this. I do. Not thrive it, but you got it to a T. This is my like, The this art is my of, thing. like, thirst trapping. Oh, yes, oh, uh, yes. Okay. I'll be doing it. The art of thirst Every once in a while, you got to just remember, first off. It is an art. It, an it, art of a thirst traffic. It is an art, and it's also, there's a left, like, you got to have there's a little class. To yeah, because you got to have a little bit of a class thirst to trapping. it. Okay. Um, so, yes. Okay, so let me uh, ask, what goes through your mind, like, prior to posting? Prior to posting, um, honestly, um, it depends on my mood. So sometimes I'll post some funny stuff. Sometimes I'll post, you know, whatever. But every once in a while, I listen. Because I do so much. I'm with the girls. I'm with, you know, the music industry. And you at my office, I sometimes am looking a little frumpy. You know what I'm saying? I mean, pulling up like, oh, okay, well, I'm going to wear these slides to work today. And then all of a sudden, J-Lo walks in with a fur and, like, all this. And I'm like, well, that was, damn it. <laughs> yeah. So... When I post, um, when I post my thirst traps, they are usually oh. to remind people that a bitch still look good. You know what I mean? That's really it. That's really what it is. It's just like to kind of give myself a little bit of a, don't get it twisted just because I speak eloquently. Is you know word? how to speak. You know exactly that. Yeah. <laughs> yes, bitch. <laughs> oh, okay. That's really what it is. It's just kind of reminder. So you don't, you don't. I'm, I'm new to this thirst trap thing post. Yeah. Thing. What, what is the term? I'm sorry. Thirst trap. Wait, what is it? Thirst, thirst trap posting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you post a picture. I, okay. That, yeah. I thought it was people. I'll show you a prime example. Uh, so you're posting to trap someone, to lure someone. Let me break that thing down. So you're posting it's and like, you're luring. It's like fishing for a compliment. Thirst. Gotcha. Thirst oh, trap. Thirst trapping. Yeah. Posting. Trapping. It's mostly sexual manner. Yeah. Gotcha. So, so, so does it really bother you like when like men and like some women, like soon as you post that, 
Because you already admitted, like, you answered your DMs. But that's the point of posting it, So when it, they huh? just, when everybody jumps in your DMs. It's just funny to me. It's just really funny, because I'll post about, it. it's funny, and sometimes it irritates me, because I'll post one of my girls DJing or dropping, like, just doing something amazing that should get a thousand likes, and then, oh, hold on, sis, um, and then I'll post me in a bikini and then it's 700 comments 56 uh thousand likes and i'm like it's definitely not that by the way <laughs> but uh i'm just real random with my numbers but um that that's the only mo- annoying thing because i think people should a one compliment each other because it makes you feel good and two women should be more um okay with accepting so accepting love is also a skill that people need to learn and i had to learn it myself um i used to get real uncomfortable when people would compliment me um so that's something that i had to work through mentally to make sure that Right? Like, yeah, like, oh, really? hey, bro. Yeah, like, and that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's, and it's because you guys were, listen, you guys were trained from the beginning that you're men, you don't have emotion, you can't have feelings, you can't do this. Right. That's bullshit. You're a human, and we all have those. So, you know, it's not a female trait only. It's like everybody should ha- feel good about themselves. Like, so I, I encourage women to go and thirst trap a nigga. Like, if this nigga posts a picture of him, you know, squatting or abbed out, whatever, at the pool, I'm I'm a queen of a dude squatting. Like, I don't know. Do you, what do you, don't you guys do those like power? Oh, squatting? I know. Oh, oh, yeah. I, I pictured the squat. I'm like, I don't, I don't know. If I, I don't know. No, don't wear. I don't, I don't, I'm not. I don't, I don't know if I want. I meant like the deadlifty thing. Like squat. That's like a squat, right? Power sets. squats. I don't know. Workout weightlifting. I don't shit. know. If men call it. You guys call okay, it. Okay. Well, whatever. I don't know. Powerlifting. Is that what the, you guys I think call that's, it? That's a bit masculine, yeah, right? Video. Sorry. Videos are mad. Yeah. So like. Shout out to Ivan. Right. I love you, brother. You be posting? You post squat videos? I posted one last week. Are you squatting? I was uh, doing ab workout. See, no, but that's my thing is like support each other and like show love. I, I, I honestly, I guess who didn't do that? Who? Take a wild guess. This one. T. Haters gonna hate. A liar. It's okay. He didn't like it's it. Okay. Lying, we don't, didn't we don't want his sympathy like now, so yeah. he can't like it yeah. no more. It's all yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> baby, he was threatened. <laughs> no, you're. <laughs> no, I think support, I think, support. I definitely think that people should um, genuinely like each other more and be real about it. I do. I can say this: when people only fixate on, you know the physical aspect or I guess this sounds so stupid, but if everybody's like, that's the only one that I'm like, thank you, genius. Yes. Just like every woman on the planet. Thank you, Captain Obvious. Like that's the only one that I'm like, when they say derogatory or vulgar stuff, I'll eat that ass like a cupcake. Like, Delete, comment, and I'll let... No, it's funny. But that's stuff that happens. So it's not often, but it is what you put out there. So I make sure that the woman that I display on my social media is somebody that I'm very proud of. And my body, I'm tired of being shamed by having... You know, a voluptuous body or or not. So um, if I'm at the pool and I take a nice picture, I'm not going to not post it because people are going to think that I'm a slut or I'm a this or a that. Like, I'm not into that. And I think girls need to know that 
you can be educated, you can be smart, you can have a career, and you can also be sexy. You can be beautiful and you can be comfortable in your own skin. So that's why I do randomly will post. Me, it's usually, I'm on vacation somewhere, hopefully soon. <laughs> but um, yeah, that, you know, that's that's really what it is. Y'all one of the rare ones that like, um, your, your persona is built on honesty. Yeah. Uh, Hold on, say that. I have a question though. Has anybody ever shot their shot in your DM? After like a third strap, and of like, course, and gotten like a like a response. Like, is it ever led to anything? Whoops! Look, look, Honesty. Look, hashtag. Uh, just call you on call this. Let's open up the thing. Oh well, man. no, you gonna call um, Mr. Man? Which one? Chad. Oh girl, no. <laughs> There's a lot of weirdos in the DMs, but Jeez. I. But hey, I. Hashtag responsible. Hashtag. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, yeah, I'm sure I've like. Oh yeah, here, here, here's my information, but I'm not going oh, on dates. Okay. But I do like, like I said, if I see it, I think sometimes I come off as way too nice because I under, I am an empath, so I put myself into people's like right. vibes. So, so if I feel like I respond to every single person that respond like DMs me anything, you look beautiful today. Thank you, heart. Like that doesn't mean I want to run off to the sunset and fall in love with you now. So no, if you start. Oh, roses are red and doing the most. I'm gonna say I'm gonna be like, hey, bro, like appreciate you again for the nice words, but I'm I'm cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I think honesty is is like good. So um, that's like two percent of. What you want to say like maybe two percent of the industry. So again, yeah, you can go out and still be yourself. Yes, and don't have to put on that nope. right, that mask. Yeah, like, that persona of who you're not. That's why we were saying we were talking about last week. Like people are going viral doing you know like fuck shit yeah like, and then you, eventually people that's all they want to see from you right, Ooh, right. What's up, when you want to be yourself you can't nobody gives a fuck right and so sure. that's that's one thing that i it's funny because if people would ask me what do you want to do what are your goals like what is it that you really want to do and for years i've just said i want to get paid to be myself Absolutely. And I was like, I have no idea how to do that because I don't know who needs a loud mouth little fucking whatever this is. You know, I, I didn't know how, and it just happened. So I get to talk exactly how I talk to my friends and how I would talk to people. I don't even really have to edit myself. You know what I mean? Like, this is exactly how I talk. So um, it's way easier to just be yourself than this created. I'm not going to wear Y'all going to see me go on my uh, live store. You're going to see me without makeup. You're going to, I do post the cuter pictures, but who doesn't, you know, um, you're going to see on my story. Today was a shitty day. Like you're going to see those things because I think it is healthy for people to understand my life is not perfect, yo. Like at, by any means, perfection is not a thing that actually exists. So is it amazing every day? So because I choose to make it amazing. I choose to see amazing. I choose to be amazing. Like, that's why. So, it's a choice, yo. So. And if it's not you, honestly, it's in my heart to say, if it's not you to post, like, stuff, like, just don't do it. Like, if it's not you, it's not you. Like, don't, you ain't got to force that just because you see somebody getting likes. And I Mm -hmm. think that's one thing that really kills me, Mm -hmm. working with girls within GMB and just different, um, just different groups and settings, girls and guys. It's like, the need for likes and i get yeah. it. we're in the industry where yeah. it's like it's a it's a numbers game but at what cost bro exactly to, to what extent yeah every Absolutely. everything i post on my social media would i would 
I would I've it's, put yeah. it on there regardless. Right. You know what I mean? Because I'm very, and I, I explain to our girls, too, what girls make beats. I say, listen, Miss Whitney is a grown-up. So you might see Miss Whitney out having a cocktail with her friends. You might see Miss Whitney uh, poolside in a bikini. Um, that doesn't, I don't think that that should be looked upon or frowned upon to females because what is it telling women? Hide yourselves, be scared of who you are. Why are we, why are we scared of the female body? Like, I don't understand it. So for me, that's more so why I do, do, I'm real. I want to be as real as I can. And guess what? Sometimes I'm feeling cute and I want to put a little cute picture. And I guess people, I guess people like it too because they liked it. Right. So they we ain't telling do. ten year olds to go out there and put nah. it in the book. That ain't that ain't nah, what you nah. say. No, <laughs> not at all. That is not what so, we're so saying. How many do but you if, take but when they're grown ups and they want to, don't be scared to do it. Because literally for years I was scared to even be myself in my own skin because of the way other people are going to perceive me. So how many do you take before you go? He trying to get them. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> I'm actually I'm kind of one of those like one or two and then I get annoyed. Like, all right, bruh, I'm done. Like so I can't my pictures trash because I can't. You're well, you get man, frustrated. You get frustrated. So, so your thirst trap, your thirst trap game is not. Um, I'm, 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 I'm being educated on this. Um, okay. Stitches, yeah. I'm gonna get her. In the, <laughs> <we're>, <laughs> if we get out of here, I'm gonna but get her I'm in a bikini. I'm gonna take some of no, the pool. Finna, no, oh, See, look, okay. no. Stitches just ain't with that. Like, <laughs> just hold so she's a a good old girl. She's a wholesome oh, sweetheart <laughs> from down south. But I'm south not gonna no, like I have my sisters do it. Like hey, that's what you do. But if you don't, you don't. Just hold the water. You know what I mean, don't you don't. And like, and that's that's I like I said I don't that's post your choice. That, yeah. That's what you say. That's like I said choice. I don't post it because I need people to make me feel good. Right. I feel great. Yeah. <laughs> I feel great. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Regardless, so whether I'm in my sweats or in my two piece, I'm Cuteness. gonna be killed. Okay, <laughs> so. <laughs> Don't get into it. Put it through the fingers, cuteness. Right, <laughs> I, I really appreciate you guys. Like I said, for me, this is kind of like almost full circle. So, do you have any other questions for me? Uh, <laughs> while she here, get her while she good. <laughs> we like an hour and a half in. Oh no, no, we're good. Yeah, Listen, we gonna have, look. I'm gonna call y'all. We we'll call you. Yeah. I'll come anytime. Hey, I'll pull up on you guys anytime I'm in Vegas because this was actually hey, really dope. Let me know. Don't when you're in Hit Florida, slide through. For our listeners, we're connected. Amazing. Thank you guys for tuning in. Views from the 7. This is your girl, Miss Tabor. Uh, please follow my Instagram at M-S-T-A-B-E-R. Um, hella thirst traps coming at you. It's 27. <laughs> it's 2018. Like, I don't even know where we was at for a second. But, uh, yeah, that that is my social media. That's the main one I like, you know. And also, please just follow Girls Make Beats because that one is more important to me than mine. So, um, please follow Girls Make Beats. And um, thanks, bro. I love this. Thank you guys so much. It's been really, really fun. And, um yeah. No, thank you, because I was just like, I just came to support, and I was going to like take some pictures and just come here. So it was a real properly plumbing Solid. pleasure to be here. When you come to Florida, come through, slide uh, through. Where can, I, where can they find you on social media? At S-T-I-C-H-I-Z, Stitches, S to the T-I-C-H-I-Z, not easy, I-Z, Stitch is. Um, everything Stitches, and of course, like Whit said, Girls Make Beats, Tiffany, Delilah, Miranda, if you want to find yes. our founder, and also Christy as well. And if you're in Miami, um, our last session will be, the final tour will be in Miami, uh, not next week. That's August 13th through the 16th. Mm -hmm. So if you have any girls or family members in Miami, just sign up. And, you know, there's a process. We really want to make sure the girls that are involved really want to be there because yeah. it's all free and top-of-the-line, you know, equipment. So, again, just go to girlsmakebeats.org. 
And you can tune in Monday through. May I do that? I don't want to. Yeah, 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 girl. Yes, let me plug, honey. You can do it. Yes, honey. 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Monday through Saturday on 103.5 The Beat and then Y100. Uh, that's top 40. So just download the free iHeartRadio app. And in the Naps, 3 to 7. And in Jacksonville, uh, 10 to 2 as well. And look out for Weedem Zoes and Stitches. We out, Choo Choo. Damn, I forgot everything about my stuff, too. Oh, yeah, by the way. <laughs> by the way. Uh, you can catch me uh, Fridays, Dash Radio from 5 to 7. Uh, download the free Dash Radio app with Zoe Williams. Um, and we're, we're talking about a lot, y'all. We're talking about a ton. Um, I, I go crash the party on Fridays now. So, um, yeah, yeah, pull up. And can I just shout out Nisha? Because she, like killed it like as far as making sure that i got uh, here and she so, got you a bag that's our girl, that's our girl. like we're for real like i just want her to know that she's appreciated because it, it takes a team to do these types yeah, of things so um, i ain't even gonna lie patty oh, oh she, she did it amazing nice. Please just take this over yeah Please she, she i don't have a question actually what since you guys are on this tour and you guys are currently in Vegas. Is there a plan to make a Girls Make Beats? Girls Make Beats Vegas? Good question. Yes. So currently, like I said, if we can get the funding um, put together, we are trying to make Girls Make Beats like locations all over the major Everywhere cities. Tour. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So okay. it will be, you know, we're looking at Atlanta, New York, Vegas, you know, trying to make sure that so the girls can actually during the school year, because this is a one-week beat camp, so it's a really quick crash course. Um, but what we do usually is three weeks, and you know, after school they come through. It's like a whole thing. So, um, yeah. Okay. Please and volunteers too. Yeah, donate, donate, donate. Um, please make sure that these these are free classes that go to these girls. So, www.girlsmakebeats.org. Okay. Social media, everything. Awesome. Girls make beats. All right, ladies, well, That's it. Thank, thank you, guys. You so wow, thank, thank you so much. This was amazing. So I like, you know what I'm saying? Oh. <laughs> hey, yo. Yo, man, we hope y'all enjoyed that interview, man. That was our first official, 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 official interview, man. Shout out to uh, Miss Taylor. Shout out to Stitches. Shout out to Miss Taylor. Um, hey, man, uh, you know, I even be trying to get this positive shit on, but um, he pissed some people off the other day um, with a question that rubbed the mothers the wrong way. It wasn't just the mothers. It was the fathers, too. I seen it was a, uh, a male-nated individual came on her and said, Oh, y'all, you know Ivan B. Yeah, she was hot. She was mad. So um, I'm going to let Ivan propose the question, and uh, we're going to talk about it for a little minute. Well, first of all, I just want to say this wasn't my question. I saw it in the group, and I just I was like, hmm, this is an interesting topic. And I, just, I shared it on my page because I thought it would make for a good conversation. Uh, it didn't go the way I thought it would go. There, there was some conversation, but not a lot. But basically, the question, basically, the post said, uh, if you have if you have a child that's between four to five years old, and they can't read, you're a bad parent. And I guess my basis, I again, I was like, you know, I, I just want to have a conversation, but I somewhat agree. Um, mostly nah. because say your caption. The caption was. I know I'm going to make some of y'all uncomfortable. Some of y'all going to be mad, but let's have a conversation about it on Facebook. That's what I said. Which is respectable. Okay. A lot of people don't like having uncomfortable conversations. And, and, I, and I, kept, I said that several times on the post. Like, you can't grow from comfortable, com comfortable conversations. So, I'm hoping, like, it was, there were some. Sorry, we eating hella candy in here. Yeah, there is. I, I'm hoping that somebody actually looked at it and was like, do I do everything for my child? I'm hoping that, like, um, on one of, the, one of the girls, she posted, um, a link to on the school district 
website where you know you can sign up to get your child tested for their you know their learning capabilities. So I'm hoping some positivity actually came out of it and it was just me going back and forth with a bunch of people. But you know, um I somewhat agree only because I, I work in the school district and one of the people that actually commented on the post is a teacher. And you know, he was like as a you know, he said as a father, as a teacher, you know, basically he was like he disagreed. Cool. So I got under, I asked him. I was he like, disagreed. Well, he said he dis because he says m my me and my wife we read to our four year old son every night and his four year old son can't read. Okay, cool. So my I was like, okay, cool. I respect that. My question is, as a teacher, how many how 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 many parents do you see actually work with their children at home? And he said there's a he, his, he said there's a high percentage of parents who don't work with their children at home. This is coming from a teacher in the school district. And me being me working in the school district, I know I already knew that parents don't work with their kids a lot at home. So I was like, so that that was my basis of it was just like, and I, I'll, I'll say this: it came from, it came from um, this weekend. I actually did have a family function. Some positive shit did actually happen to me this weekend. We had a family function or whatever, and one one of my little cousins was out there, and I can't remember what song it was. I think it was the Kiki Challenge. Or whatever, whatever the song called, In My Feelings, came on. And, Get you know, that the, shit the fuck out of here. The kid, you know, this kid, the kid started doing the dances and, this, and singing the song word for word. And so I stopped one of my little cousins and I was like, say your ABCs. And she started singing the ABC song. I said, nope, stop. Say your ABCs. Don't sing the song. Say your ABCs. Like, say them individually. And she couldn't do it. And so I was like, that to me was the first thing. So when I saw this post, it, it kind of like brought me back to that moment. Like, a lot of kids can sing their ABCs, but they don't they can't say their ABCs. Most kids at that age, if you don't work with them, they don't know they don't know that LMNOP is not one letter. I and I see I, I ask little kids this all the time and it never fails. Every little kid can't say L M N O P as individual letters. So this is not me just shitting on parents. This is me actually seeing it. I've been working in the school district for ten years now. So I see it. And I I know a lot of parents don't work with their kids. So some kids have learning disabilities. Some kids learn slower than others. True. But a lot of parents ain't putting in the work. A lot of them are like, oh, well, I do this. Like, okay, are you, are you getting creative? Are you finding other ways? What, like, what, what level of reading are we talking about? Just can they, can they say more than some, – some kids can do sight words. I'll even take sight words, but some kids can't okay. do that. Some kids can't say, say more that. than – some kids can't look at more than three words on a page and know more than three words on a page. My daughter was born a preemie. And my daughter is advanced, so I just for me I don't be I don't be with the excuses. Like my daughter, my daughter, my daughter was born at a disadvantage, so when other people make excuses, it pisses me off. Like I feel like if my daughter could start where she started from, and is it, and can be advanced, why can't other kids? Again, if they if they have special if they have learning disabilities or they're special needs kids, I get it, but not every kid is gonna fall into that category. Or a, lot, or a lot of people might misdiagnose it because it gives them an out to not work with their children. Like, that's bullshit. I seen a friend on Facebook, I think her son had just turned three, and she was writing words onto the lit thing, and he was reading them. Right. Now, I don't know if he was actually reading them or if he just Memori noticed what it looked like. Memorized it, yeah. So, yeah, my daughter, three, four was sight words was she was already doing the sight words things right. she was talking good by like two right like we would correct her speech at like two she said a word 
wrong, we would help her to pronounce it. Well, I wouldn't. Her mom would. Right. So, I agree with that at four or five. You should... You should know... I'm not going to say... You should. I'm not gonna say they should know how to read. Like I'm not gonna say if I put this book in front of my child, my child should finish these sentences and get through this book. I'm not gonna say that as far as reading. But certain words like red, blue, green, yellow, brown, uh, one, two, three, four. You know, like the numbers and stuff like that. You should know how to read. You should know. You should be able to see these letters and know what each letter is. Right. A, B, C, all the way up. So I agree with that. Like you, sh- you should know this. Right now, the sound of every letter, they might not. S- some may or some may not. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't get mad if a if a child at five, you probably should be kind of there. But at five, you're going, to, you're getting ready to go into first grade. Right. At, at four or five, you should know your sight words. Sight words for sure. Well, not know them, but you should be. You should have some type of sight words in your memory. You should be able to see the word and be like, oh, that's love. Oh, that's red. Oh, that's blue. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? With, Damn, with, I ain't sight words, nigga. Them the sight words well, that it's, I just said. It's just start, like, though. <laughs> and, like, how, and how many times did I come red in here? Red was your sight word? The co- <laughs> colors colors, colors is, is, a, is a sight word. I'm not saying, like, you show me a red sheet of paper and I'm like, oh, that's red. Or you show me a green or you show me a blue. I'm saying the word. If I write this word in black pen each word you should know like by seeing it so that's why i look at it as a sight word yeah other sight words is what jump boy girl ran cat. ran cat yeah, sure dog like yeah like Absolutely. but all all that is in that first well, according, thing uh, according to this thing you should you, you should know some sight words by four or five you should be reading by six or seven sounds about right. um but what scale is that on uh, are we judging every single kid by I don't know, but you know, and and that was something else he brought up, like oh, you know, in 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 Chinese, them kids don't they don't they don't learn how to they don't they can't read until like they're in a the third grade. I was like, Mandarin Chinese is one of the hardest languages on earth. Like is that is that the standard we're judging by? Like I, that it, that one didn't fly to me. But just I like again, I'm, I can only go by my own personal experience. And that's why every time we come in here, I'll be like, did you put the game? Did you put the running games on your phone, Vince, yep, or your daughter? I just started doing that. Right. Or like when I when I take and this summer I, I totally slacked off. So again, this is this isn't me shitting on nobody else. Like I'm just saying what I seen work. But like this summer I didn't take my daughter to the um to the library not once. I fucked up. But like every time I do take them to the library, I don't ever see any other parents in there with their kids. It'd be the kids in there by themselves. I never I I have, I have yet to go to the library with my daughters to pick out. And the, and the, and when you go to the library. The books are color coded, so you can. It has like a chart. Like if you're in first to second grade, you should be reading these books with this with the red dot. If you're in third or fourth grade, you should be reading the books with the blue dot, like stuff like that. So when I go in there, I help my daughters pick out books according to what grade level they you know they're in. And I've I've yet to see a parent in there helping their kids pick out books. I've yet to see a parent in there with their children helping them do anything. I haven't seen it. I'm not saying that it happened. I haven't seen it. So when I like I said, when I see this stuff, it strikes a nerve for me because it's like. I don't see anybody else putting in work with their kids. I, I personally don't. I'm not saying this has happened. I just don't see it. Right. I mean, like I said, I agree with that. As, 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 um, uh, black, as, as parents, as, uh, black parents, um, I think we too, we fall too in love with the end result. Um, like, it's easy to say, 
And I, I don't want to go in straight like victim mode, but like right. it's easy to be like what our children should be doing. But I tend to, I, I think we tend to forget the relationship we do have with um, between uh, parenting and poverty. Like, explain that a little more. Yeah. Like a lot of we, as far as like our community. A lot of us are in poverty. A lot of us are in poverty. So, it's easy to say what we should be doing as parents. If you broke, you got hella time. Hella. I know many, many, many parents who work themselves to death to keep the lights on. That's true. So, if you are working working and working to keep the lights on how do you find the time to really put in the work for your children now don't get me wrong like I said I don't want to be a victim but I'm just trying to put some reality in there like a lot of people a lot of people in other communities white communities well there's a lot of poor people in the white community a lot of them can afford to have nannies or things of that nature to make up for the time that they're gone yeah but we're not speaking on the 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 high class that you are you're able to buy a nanny we're saying you as a you what I'm as saying a is they parent. have what I'm saying is they have options. I could be the best parent in the world. I could be the best parent in the world. I could want to put in the time and the investment to have my child as the smartest individual on the planet. But if I don't have the time because I have to keep the lights on. Yeah, I'm not I'm not going with that. Me either. That that sounds that sound like I'm an not. excuse to me. Is it an excuse? Hell, cause if yeah. you got if you when you come home, if you got time to check your Facebook or you got time to check your Snapchat, you got time to say, "Let yeah. me check this homework." I'm speaking in terms of reality. I'm I'm that's, re- reality. that's reality. I mean, in I reality, know, I know, I know a lot of, these, of people of our age, social media comes first. But I know a lot of parents. At, 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 most most kids, we talking we talking about kids of four to five. So most kids four to five parents is thirty, twenty five. 24 yeah we're talking about younger parents too so you all of y'all on facebook all of y'all on instagram all of y'all on snapchat all of y'all are doing social media social media is big at that age group so yeah. you have time where you, you have time it? where are you placing it it's where you putting your time at. and it, even if you're going to work and busting your ass when you come home you can check that homework yeah you got time you can you can leave you can and leave and, and let's then let's be honest again Around that age, a lot of these people are still staying with their parents. Yeah. Fact. It's a lot of 23-year-old, 24, 25-year-old still staying with 34. their parents. So you're paying for, like what, you paying a car note, car insurance, if you have a car. Um, you're in your parents' house. You, you got time. Time is there. Whether, whether, whether you give this child an hour or whatever. If I'm just... You you get you got time. It's twenty four hours in a day. You got I mean, time. It sounds good, but yeah, but that, that we don't want to make that hour. If you got time, if you know what power looks like, or you know what snowfall looks like, or empire, 
That's that time you could have been investing in your child. I understand if you work all day, you want to relax. Cool. But your child's supposed to be your first priority, right? If this is what you're doing, if this is what you're spending all your time going to work for to make sure they got what they need, that means that child's your first priority. So before you before you jump on before you jump on social media or turn on the DVR or whatever it is you're doing, check their homework. Yeah. Check and then them. at that age, we ain't even talking about homework. We're talking about child that ain't even in school yet. I'm just saying, starting school. At so. that and at that age, it's so much fun, free shit you can do. You can again go to the library. The books are free. You can. I th- I just think I think you put that in. Like I'm like, I won't be the one to say I do. Like I w- I will be honest as I'm always honest. Um, as a father with my older daughter, with my oldest daughter, I didn't have. Her mom moved to California when when she was two. Yeah. So. Most of her time was with her mom. I would go. I would get her whenever I could. You know what I'm saying? I would get her. Uh, around three, four, I think they came back out here. Like three, four, I had her down there every weekend. But her mom, like, I give her the credit. You, she did a. She put that time in yeah. to say, "I'm gonna teach you how to read these words. I'm gonna teach you how to do this." And then uh, her granny at the time was working at like a nursery or something, and would take her. Yeah. So, and then with her sister and brother being there, they would come home. And be like, desire, look, and read this. You know what I'm Absolutely. saying? So she just had that that extra. She just had help all around the board. Yeah. It wasn't always me, but certain, like like I say, certain words she mispronounced, I would correct her. Yeah. Um, certain things she would do, I would say, well, uh, you know, tell me your age, or you know, um, what is this? Read this before you tell me you want this. You know, like certain stuff like that as as she was getting older. So I didn't put the time in all the time like that. I, I put my time in with her, but I was always the fun parent, I guess you would say. Like yeah. I'm I'm more so like I, I got my kid with me. Uh we're gonna go to the movies, we're gonna go here, yeah. we're gonna go here, we're gonna do this, we're gonna do this, we're gonna have the fun. But, you know, she got the time came in, so between the parents and the, the extra kids or whatever you got going on, put in whatever time. Like got I said, I'm not I'm not expecting your kid. I'm not expecting nobody's kid to do the most. And I'm not expect. Uh, and I'm not saying. I would never say it's a it's a it's a such thing as perfect parenting. Absolutely. However, you choose to parent your kids is fully up to you. Your kid probably never reads at four or five and end up being a fucking genius, and puts in the m- most time in school to learn, learn, learn. Because you have kids that just you you push all this education in them, and then when they got to a certain age, they were just like, "I'm tired of this." Yeah. So it it might work out in your defense. I'm not saying which either way is right or wrong, but yeah. I don't I don't want to. Don't give me an excuse. Yeah. I rather just say I ain't do it. Like, yeah. Just don't give me an excuse. Yeah. I feel you. Well, uh, is that, we got anything else? No. Somebody uh. I ain't gonna say no name. Somebody asked me to give them a shout out on the podcast, but they were supposed to send me a nude. They didn't send it, so you're not getting your shout out. Oh shit! <laughs> you know who you are. I'm not gonna say no name. Did this just happen? Yeah, you heard me on the phone outside when I was pulling up. They were oh asking about the chicken God. situation. Who? Oh I talked to you God. about it off the mic. Right. They just like, he ain't give giving me her no type of shout out. Nope. Not even on the side. Skin, you got it all. No man, we we good. I'm trying to. Uh, all right, man. Well, where can they find y'all at? Get us up out of here. Um, uh, as far as I mean, I'm living in a heartbreak hotel, but <laughs> as far as social media, you can uh, you can find me on Young Al Bundy on Twitter and Instagram. 
Y-U-N-G underscore I underscore Bundy. You know, uh, send them news. Send that resume. Send that profile. Send that. This is the joint, man. Synapses. <laughs> Let me know. Chris Brown smoked his <laughs> Synapses. I, I, yeah, I had closed the door, but you know, everybody want to walk through that motherfucker, so door's open. All right, Skinny, <laughs> where can they find you at? Hey, y'all know what to do. Follow me on Twitter, Skinny Junior underscore 777. Everything else is great. If you find me on Instagram or anything else, speak. All right, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at, uh, damn, oh, just call me Spence. It's J-U-S, call me Spence. And, man, I'm so washed. I don't even know my Instagram. Spence without the E? Yeah, Spence without the E, S-P-E-N-C. I don't even know my Instagram. Man, hold that on. was just your Instagram. What are you talking about? No, that was his Twitter. Twitter. Oh, I got to get my Instagram up. Oh, man. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my Instagram is D Spencer nineteen eighty eight. Damn, she tagged Miss Tabor. Yeah, tagged it on D Spencer nineteen eighty eight. Man, um, other than that, man, thank y'all for listening. Wait, oh whoa, whoa, oh shit! Shout out the podcast. What yeah, the fuck? Sure follow us that. on all that. Yeah, uh, follow the podcast. And I'm Mark on. Sanchez. Yeah, he did. Follow. <laughs> fuck y'all. <laughs> I got, I got a sugar rush, man. Um. Follow the podcast on Twitter at. Uh, we got you. We got you. We got you. Yeah, God follow damn. the podcast on, on Twitter damn. at Views for the Seven. <laughs> follow us on Instagram at Views from the underscore Seven. Follow us on Facebook at Views from the Seven. Add us on Facebook. Add us on Twitter, Instagram. Uh, we'll talk to you. We get into the conversation. What's, Let's what's, talk the, about what's this. the email in case they want to email the news to the to the podcast? Email the news to the podcast. <laughs> the email the news in the profile to the podcast. You know, if y'all already gave them your email to get the news. Uh, the I mean, I maybe maybe we can make a, a group decision if they want to. You know, what I'm saying they can say, hey, I'm I'm to date I want to date positive Pete. So here's my profile. Y'all look me over and y'all. You know, if y'all want to do it that way, that's cool too. Date me if you don't want man. Follow us on Christian Mingle at uh, Views from the Seven. <laughs> Throw that ass Inbox me if you want to cheat. Yeah. All right, know. man. We love y'all. Hey, we out. Out of here. Hurt my motherfucking feelings, girl. Thank you, sir.